Welcome back. Thanks again for stopping by to the Eric and Tony show, always featuring Mark Rodriguez. What's up? Uh, so, uh, yeah, guys. Hey, got some beers. Let's cheers. Cheers to the beers, boys. That's what we do. All right. We drink on Saturdays. We talk about bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, Today was a little bit of a rainy day, which is uh, different for LA. I kind of was digging. You not wearing a tank top? Yeah, I'm not wearing a tank. I have sleeves on. Full sleeves. Not even sleeves. sleeves. Do you have okay. a tank top underneath there? <laughs> no, <laughs> two. But I do have an adventure dump shirt on under here uh, in case it gets a little little toasty. I, here. I, one of my I met one of my neighbors recently, and um, a lot, most people don't really talk in this complex. But now I'm like, now I think I know almost everybody, oh. and it's kind of weird. So it's now we're kind of talking and stuff. And in this uh, last time when I was moving. The guy that I met, he was going to move up here and then he ended up not moving up here. And then I moved up here and we were like, hey, let's let's like grab coffee sometime. He's a director. And let's have you check out the place he messed yeah. up. <laughs> and then, but he you, goes, you uh, said, let's go get coffee. Sometime. Well, he, we had talked about like kicking it sometime and we're like, hey, let's what, how about next weekend? And he was like, let's go. Let's go grab coffee at a place down the street. Let's go take a walk last night. I'm like, OK, cool. So this morning it's like so the one day we plan on taking a walk to go to a coffee shop. It's uh-huh. raining. But we're like. He's from Maine. I'm from Michigan. We're like, oh, fuck, let's, 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 let's walk. Let's walk it so out. you guys went and did it? You guys yeah, yeah. walked down to Coffee Coffee down the street, had a nice conversation, networking. I avoid my neighbors like the fucking plague. Oh, yeah, I hate talking to neighbors and like the little chit-chat and the little, oh, how's it going? I just despise it. I fucking, it like gives me anxiety. I'm like, there's like uh, a thousand people at your place too, right? Like well, it's then there's like the lifelong tenants that have been there. Cause we had a guy named Carlos that would always like kind of linger in the garage and I'd be working on my, like looking car. for a conversation. Always. Sweetheart of a guy. Always. Super Sweet, nice guy. Sweetheart like, of a guy. Dude. He's the only kind of guy that would see me down in the garage and just thought I was like a lonely guy. Like, look at this guy. He's got no friends. He's always in his garage working on his car. I'm like, that. I, this is my happy place. And he always try to get me to go out salsa dancing with him. And his chick, because that's where he met his wife. And I'm like, dude, I'm good on, on that shit. Like, I don't dance. I don't need social activities like that. I don't that. even like salsa that much. No. So then With I chips. would just kind of like, <laughs> I would see his car pulling garage and just fucking beeline it to the back door. That's tough. All those fucking people. Yeah, like it's, just, it's weird when they when they come come around and they try to have a conversation. Respect, I think it's like an older generation thing. Because a lot of the older people do that. Like, all the younger kids that moved into my building, mm-hmm. they, don't, they don't fucking look at you. No eye contact. I'm like... There we go. Nice. See, see I, I, like, I like a nice, like a, hey, what's up? And now um, uh, Robert, who is like our maintenance guy, and they like manage the place. Yeah, nice I what's love, up is good. Yeah, nice like, what's up is good. I like a nice, fun conversation with them because we're always giving each other shit. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, the, the rest of the people here, we don't necessarily have long conversations. But since we're in the same business, it's it's cool to have a conversation and see how we, we can maybe work together. Yeah, and that makes sense. That, that, that's good. But otherwise, yeah, the, the small talk. I, I, f- I found that because I live close to a DMV, that I, my personal interaction where I'm actually useful in this world is when I'm walking by the DMV and then somebody doesn't know where the DMV is and they need instructions. Uh, and I tell them where it gets like a, you know, older woman or something like that. Like, yeah, you know yeah. where the DMV is? And I'm like, I got you. You gotta go down the street here, make a right, and uh, that's right there on your left. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, I fucking helped. <laughs> I fucking helped. <laughs> Speaking of help, my, my neighbors across from me are like 180 years old. They're like super, super old. And they're really sweet. Um, but they, they call me for like random stuff all the time. Like, Hey, can you open this can of, you know, pickles or something or jar of pickles or can you put me out of my misery? Yeah. Like, uh, but they'll like, and then they gave my phone number to their, their daughter. And so then she'll call me and be like, Hey, can you go check on them? Or, you know, uh, like just random stuff or which like, is kind of, which is they, nice, but that like, the, that they feel that they can use you for that. Yeah. Like, I also, mean, and what I, if I, you I, want to find them, find them dead? Now you're permanently yeah, fucking scarred and shit. It like, is kind of like, it's a lot get of pressure. Over here. <laughs> it's terrible. They asked me one time, like, they're like, 
she her daughter's like, hey, can we use your Wi-Fi password and like use your internet because my parents don't have internet or something for their phone. I just ignore that fucking text. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like, call I'm like, I'll help you. I'll fix some shit. I'll, you know, if you fall down, I'll pick you up, all that stuff. But need I'll, a pickle. I got, yeah. I got you, man. We're I'm good. trying to like spread out the Wi-Fi password to the whole goddamn complex. I'm like, the hack into your we, shit. Uh, when Eric and I like checked out that apartment, we were living next door in like a one bedroom. Eric was living in the kitchen. In the same complex? No, the neighboring building. Neighboring right building, up the yeah. block. We've been on Martel for years. Yeah, Eric's lived, lived in the same, off the same street for... The entire time, so almost fifteen years, yeah. years now, yeah, Over. which is pretty rare as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. Rarer than our relationship, Tony. I know. I actually moved to a different street in the city now, but for the longest time we were on that street. But when we checked out the apartment, we were like, we walked in like this place is fucking huge. It was so cheap. They redid everything. It's like a brand new two bedroom, two bath, like you know, house basically. And we were leaving, and we're like, we Eric and I just started smoking weed, so. We had smoked a shit ton of weed. We checked this place out. We're fucking enthused, high five in the elevator and shit. Yeah, I remember that. Downstairs, that lady's like, "Can you help me? I locked myself out of the place." And I was like, "Ah, hey, sure, I'll fuck it. I'm my new neighbor. I'll gladly help you and shit." So we go all the way up to the fifth floor, knock on a door. The door opens. I'm like, "Well, my job's done." She's inside. She's like, "I need you to crawl across the balcony and." Go in the fucking door and then unlock her place. I'm like, okay, I'm fucking stoned out of my mind. I just got sunburned. I had fucking, I never wear fucking like lotion or I had my shivers. My hands are all greasy. My palms are starting to sweat because I'm worried about fucking falling off this place. And I crawl across the balcony to balcony, open the door, save the day. She promised me a Russian meal, never got it. Mm. I raked away for the Russian meal. <laughs> Drew, do you remember the? Were you living at the building when those like old guys would? This was actually really cool. These old guys would play like acoustic guitar together in mm -hmm. the in the hallway, like in the stairwell. Because about you acoustics. and Joe? No, yeah. <laughs> older guys. They're like two really old dudes, and they wow. they were sick. They were like yeah. playing like um uh, like a, a guitar. nylon guitars and stuff, like a Spanish style guitars and stuff. But they would play just like beautiful music in in the stairwell all the time, and I. They were, I, like I said, they were really old. So That stairwell got a lot of activity because not only when those guys yeah. play some little concerto thing. Someone's house for a minute. There was a guy that, I don't know if you were living in the building yet or where this fell in the timeline. I think it was after you guys moved out. But there was a guy that was living in our building. He had two cars. He had an SUV, like a black, you know, uh, Uber black, you know, type thing. And then he had like an Audi that had like personalized plates and shit. So... At some point in time, his car is gone. I'm like, ah, okay, you know, I fucking sold it. Probably get another one. Yeah. And then, like, later on, the SUV was gone, but he would just be sitting in the parking stall and shit. And I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? He's, like, missing his cars or something. <laughs> Cut to February of, like, five years ago. It's fucking downpour rain, and there's, like, this smell in our stairwell. And, I, and like, yeah, my dog like a gym, runs back gym in. bag, yeah, like, just smell. Like gross, just, like, like, reeked. No, like, sweaty, not bathing type smell. And I let Ace off the leash when we take him, you know, for walking. Runs under the stairwell because it kind of came under. And I go to see what he's, because he didn't come back. I'm like, what the fuck's he into over there? There's a bag of chips. What the fuck's he? And I look and there's like two sets of legs. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I like went and got Anatole, our fucking old landlord. I'm like, hey. you remember Anatole, right? Yeah, yeah. That, R.I.P. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah rest in peace, Anatole. Um, but uh, <laughs> the fucking guy that was like a tenant there had like lost all his shit, went down a drug fucking hole. And there was living in the stairwell and shit. So I'm like, you got to get this fucking guy out of here. So he kicked him out. And then for like months, he was just living in random, you know, compartments of the building and shit. And yeah. then his fucking chick that he's with was like, what was the guy's name? It was like, cause she would yell at all the time. Alex. Alexander. 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 Yeah. It's like, 
Dude, I would yell at the neighbors that would be too loud or fucking this crackhead. I'm like, shut the fuck up. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know how many times I yelled, shut the fuck up off our balcony at fucking neighbors because they're just like so loud. And then we had like people upstairs that were constantly assembling Ikea furniture or bowling or what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, that, that's the worst. Uh, yeah. Having shitty upstairs neighbors. And, and hardwood floors too. Yeah, yeah, he's like, what the fuck but are you doing When we first moved there? in there though, remember like, I don't know, it was some Russian like holiday that like, it was every year that they would just like on this random Friday, they would like dance and they do some kind of jig up there. And like, you just hear them moving furniture and then like this tap dancing shit for like an hour and then it would stop. So we'd never complain about it because it was always like around nine o'clock and shit. But when they moved out and then like whatever the fuck moved in upstairs. Yeah. There's some sucked, dude. real suspect shit action going on up there. Cause there was like three deadbolts on the outside of the door. And then it had one of those like metal doors over their door and yeah. like the, and sounds I, like the Jeffrey Dahmer thing that yeah, I just watched for at first. Like, yeah, <laughs> this isn't Five Guys. This Speaking like of five Jeffrey Dahmer, Eric could be his neighbor. Really? Yeah, you still yeah. live down the street from where all that happened. Because yeah, it's in Waukesha, right? Milwaukee, Milwaukee, yeah. Milwaukee. Okay, so West Dallas is where his grandma's house was. My dad's apartment after my parents split was right a couple blocks away from there. So. You're like, it's surprisingly good neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> nice guy. Super quiet. Oh, you know? guy. Real Always friendly. Cooking, you know, real hands-on guy. Yeah. Hands Talk off. about a chatty neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's always, hey, what's going on? Wow. Yeah, that was a, a weird, uh, weird time. I was really young, but it was uh, definitely, I remember when all that stuff happened, you've seen like all cop cars everywhere. Dude, West Dallas is like the, I mean, it's funny because that happened in Milwaukee, but like even... Once I like I watched the the tapes. I don't watch the show. The shows. I, I need more detail. I watched a pilot and a half. I was like, yeah. I, and I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like you know. I think sometimes there's a lot of like you know backlash about that. It's like, you know, these victims are kind of being like used for you know entertainment and shit. And I get that because it it is it does kind of read as like because yeah, like, it is pretty movie. entertaining. It is. Yeah. <laughs> well, true crime is fucking true like crime the biggest is, yeah. thing right now. But I always feel like the true crime that's documentary style when you actually have interviews with the detectives or the attorneys or the reporters and stuff. And I was telling Eric this on the way over here because it's happened in our hometown. And those are the people we watched on the nighttime news anyways. And they were like just dumbfounded because like the guys like on scene is like, yeah, they got fucking bodies in there and shit. And fucking fit again. And then they're like, they go back, back to you. And they're like, <laughs> frozen shit. Like they had nothing to say. Especially so back then when they're, when it, when they weren't so desensitized to everything. Well, cause now yeah. you have like every day there's a, a mass shooting. So there's like when there's a serial killer, it's like, something uh, crazy, yeah, it's, it's like, like, it's, it's like within, the, you're already the at news. 11 all the yeah. time. So when you hear something like that, it's, it's like five massacres, 10 mass shootings, yeah. 15 dead Sounds babies. About right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Guy ate a bunch of people, put bodies in the fridge and then yeah. it just keeps going on and on from like again. Yeah. I had a moment watching a Facebook. I think it was a recording of a Facebook live. The first time I really got that jarring feeling of watching something that I wish I didn't. Yeah. And it was oh, it was yeah. a guy that was he was doing a Facebook live as he walked up to this old man and like shot him right in the face. And he, oh, and he was like, Jesus. Boom. And I, had, I, 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 know, I know you don't like that shit, but that was the first time I was like, oh, what is this? And I was like, like, tr like just yeah, my, my whole body <laughs> like, oh, changed forever. Yeah, yeah. You can't unsee oh. that shit. It's like, watched, that's uh, like Faces of Death when you're yeah. a kid. I don't know if you ever uh, watched any of that stuff. Brother, that was like that shit. My brother used to fucking, when I had like my buddy sleepover, he would come home from doing whatever the fuck he was doing, drinking and smoking and shit. And he's like, John Sullivan is always the guy that he'd always like wake up, he'd fucking like cue up a fucked up scene on Faces of Death. I'm like, nudge him so he wakes up and then hit play and then just start laughing at his like reaction. Oh like, I mean, that's yeah. kind of funny. It is funny, like, but it's like, it's like a real fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> it is fucked up. And then once he got the reaction out of Johnny, he'd do it more often because he knew he was always going to get like, you know, he always bite at that kind of shit. But mm -hmm. I had this one uh, girlfriend that, that would, she had 
the faces of death. I don't know if people were yeah, kind of old. What is faces of death? So faces of death is like a cassette, like a VHS that you could buy when you go to like a movie rental place, like a blockbuster that doesn't exist anymore. And it was like um, actual footage, footage yeah. f- actual footage of like basically what you just described. Like instead yeah. of it being on like on Facebook, or whatever, it was like watch this, you know, um, like these Taliban, like rip apart a guy because he was caught, like, I don't know, doing something that they didn't approve of. And they like tie ropes on all of his limbs and have horses and fucking like rip them apart. And it's like all like, it's fucked up. It's like the craziest. They have like people killing themselves. Like, yeah, you know that senator that fucking does the shoots himself. And like that, yeah, that was on a face of the death. I wonder if, if I remember this, it was like in probably 2002 or something like that. When we were watching stuff like that, it was on a cassette or, or not a cassette, yeah, a VHS. VHS or maybe a DVD at the time, but it would be like, yeah, it would be like a hostage situation. Yeah. And then a sniper fucking blow that guy's head off. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. You're just like, you're, everyone's just like yeah. trying to eat popcorn. You're like just 17. Like, like, yeah. You're just like, what in the fuck? You just want to pillow yourself, like nerf yourself. Like you're just like, I don't want to go outside. Everything yeah. could kill me. Wearing a helmet from now on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a girlfriend that had Especially those VHSs, situations. like VHS tapes or whatever. And she was like, Oh yeah, she like just casually like we're talking about something, and she just randomly brought up like, "Oh, I." That reminds those. me of Faces Death. Yeah, I watch those all the time. I'm like, "What?" Like, and I was like, "Like that's oh, the thing is that's this. fucking crazy." What again, too, for whatever reason, because I do like a lot of true crime stuff, and that is a very popular thing, you know. Especially women love true crime, which I is think. insane. Because I guess, like, yeah, that, I, I, that's the true. They I do. Watch, it's but always like, that's like, like a different kind of true crime. <laughs> well, Face of Death, yeah, Face of Death is like. Minus the story and context, you're just like, all right, cut to kill scene, yeah. kill scene, kill scene. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's just exactly. It's not just crime. Yeah, I don't need, even need to see like the fucking like video evidence from like the crime scenes. Again, I'm more curious on the story, the story behind yeah. what and led then, to that, whatever. But then also too, like the they had the Night Stalker uh, documentary that came out, like I think last year, the year before, and shit. And like that's an LA based thing. And, like the guy got busted. The, this like city basically saw him. Like get there, he is. Get that motherfucker. And they actually, you know, kind of tackle them, wait for the cops to get there and shit. But, like, the detectives that were following that story, their story is, like, super fascinating. And, it, and it's also, like, you know, tied into this, like, crazy-ass fucking psycho serial killer and shit. But, um, yeah, for just, like, the actual watching for the gore, nah, that's not my shit. Yeah. I really don't care for that. Yeah, they're really, I, I saw, I forget who was talking about it. They're like, man, they fucking really draw these things out. Now, that, now instead of a documentary, they do, like, a series. Yeah. And they're like, they, like... Like strategically, like set up the shot of the person who's going to talk and stuff, and yeah, then yeah, like, yeah. and they draw it out, and then they like make sure that their story is extra long, and there's a cliffhanger. It's like, can we just get to the bottom? Yeah, yeah. you know, I think it's it's like uh, interesting though. Like now with so many things being you know like kind of reality TV kind of filmed, like I've always liked documentaries, and now with that also being like on all the social media platforms and stuff like that. I, it's really hard for me to like watch a movie now. Now I'm like, is there like a documentary, like a real, like with real people like talking about, I like documentaries mm. like where instead of like someone acting, like even if there's like a, it's like, like your a, video news. Cause Eric didn't like reading books. He's like, ah, they'll make a movie. If it's a good enough book, they'll yeah. make a movie out of yeah. this shit. Now it's like, if it's a good enough news story, they'll make a documentary. Out of it. <laughs> I, f- I forget what I watched I recently, but we, we watched something where it was, uh, it was, it was a movie about something that had happened in real life. And then we had, watched the documentary beforehand and then a girl was like you want to watch the like the 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 movie version of it i'm like well we just watched like the documentary of that why they why they made a movie out of it and like with the real people in it and everything that was real like why would we watch like the 
Hollywood version of that or like something that wasn't as accurate. I'm like, wouldn't you kind of like, see a better looking actor portray? <laughs> <this> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just kind of like, I don't know. I just feel like it's just not as uh, I don't know, interesting, real and it, interesting. Yeah. And yeah. We, have you guys seen? Uh, Jai loves watching true crime stuff and like literally like, oh, see it. And like she watched the Jeffrey Dahmer thing before. She's like, I just want to make sure that it would be good so that to see if you would like it. <laughs> I'm like, you just couldn't wait. Um, but I, we watched this thing the other night. It was called Tell Me Who I Am. Have you heard about this? I think it sounds familiar. Second. What is, is that? that? Um, good going. And but it was very similar to like to your point about a documentary or not. It, it the this the trailer. I couldn't tell if it was a documentary or, or like a real thing or maybe by the logline. And I was like, um, basically, this um, this this. There's these two twins, and one of them gets into an accident, yeah, 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 and he yeah, doesn't yeah, remember anybody yeah. except for his twin brother. Yeah. So his twin brother starts telling him who he is, but he doesn't remember his mom or anybody else. But there's this whole backstory about who he, who, who, who the family really is. But his brother starts like feeding him what he, inst instead of telling him the truth, he feeds him what he only, oh, wait, what he I should did know. See that. I did see that. Yeah. Okay. And it's fucked up. Dude, there's so many great fucked up documentaries about <laughs> fucked up people. Like, well, yeah, this was up people. These, that's a problem. It was these guys. These yeah. are the two guys oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. into an accident yeah. and like his helmet fell off and then now yeah. he doesn't remember anything, yeah. which was a fucking gift from God because that shit, his whole past was until he found a picture later on. Dude. Spoiler alert. But, um, Spoiler alert. but it was, it was super fascinating. I almost didn't fall asleep until five minutes left, <laughs> which is huge. It's huge. I think I know where this is going. Grab that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Those those documentaries now are so fun to watch. I, I have so much fun watching this. Not not just about the murder ones. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. Ha 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 ha. Just love getting some <laughs> popcorn. And the there's and some podcasts and that stuff now, now yeah. too. True that's, crime podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Good ones. I, I do that again too. I, sometimes I feel like uh, there's you know I don't want to take in too much of that or like again too watching the Dimer shit. I'm like dude, am I? It's interesting. I think that when, again, I know I say this all the time on this podcast, but being a dad changes your perspective oh, on things geez, because I know right. here I am you got it dude you got it's it it's only because you want to show us some pictures yeah, right yeah, now everyone look at yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> no, kill my kid. He's no it's because you end up putting yourself in the role of the parent in a lot of movies at least I do because you always identify when I watch films and stuff like that I always identify as, as the kid the boy mm. the lead whatever and then now watching it from the parents perspective I'm like well no wonder they're doing that look at how shitty their dad was and so that type of thing mm. but like the I just the like watch those same documentaries but replace it with my dog I'm like mm, that, that was my dog instead of a kid so uh, <laughs> I always resonate with like the shithead boyfriend I'm like <laughs> I see <what> I <laughs> I see the, look at that fuck boy over there I see it yeah. <laughs> I can see his perspective. Hey, you doing it right. <laughs> I'm getting murdered. Soon. No piano bar in this fucking documentary. I'm not laughing this, this whole documentary. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the fucking, the Dahmer one though, dude, his dad like was like, like a good, like he says, the Dahmer says it, like I had a great upbringing. That nothing, they couldn't have done anything. So I'm like, fuck, dude. Like I always look at my kid because sometimes he's in like that terrible two, three. Two, and I'm sure Hitler like, had good parents, you know? Like, yeah. So like, you know, not like I'm goofy. fucking looking at my kid like he might be the next Dahmer, but I'm always like, all right, man, you've been a little bit too much of an asshole today. Like the the yin to the, his yang. Doesn't that kind of yeah. scare the shit out of you a little mm -hmm. bit? Like this does, kid dude. could grow up and just be With a the murderer. Other male crazy DNA man. in my family absolutely <laughs> terrifying. You do have that crazy, the Fuck little, yeah, the dude, little. Dude. You have yeah, a little, little bit of the fucking look in your eyes. In yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing that's funny too. He's like, like more you know, carrots, huh? Eat your vegetables. Yeah. Look at dead raccoon. Yeah. It's pest. My kid starts killing people with vegetables. Yeah. Stabs people with carrots. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's like uh, the healthiest way to go. 
Odeed on carotene. That's so weird. <laughs> carotene. Uh, yeah, if I can, uh, it's funny too in those cru- the true tr- uh, true crime documentary. Easy for me to say, true crime documentaries when you see like the family photos and stuff, and then once you realize that the husband's the guy that did it, and they go back and you're like, yeah, he got that fucking evil look in his eye and shit, and I'm like, and I got kind of squinty fucking you know suspect eyes anyways. That's why I always get cast for fucking shit that's like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, nothing can. I hope to God nothing ever goes wrong with my relationship because I will. N- Definitely be the number one suspect just by default, just from sheer appearance. You know what I mean, you're like always working on an alibi, yeah. no matter what. Like, trying to smile more in family photos, just taking pictures of yourself everywhere, <laughs> like time, time lapse. Tony time loves stamp, Instagram. Stamp. I need a receipt. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 scary, scary stuff. But uh, I mean, the fact that you have like the streaming wars and all these platforms, like we need content. Like, all right, cool. Well, let's look at all the crimes. Let's see the, the yeah. shit that went. Uh, well, there's a whole bunch of shit that's never years. even made it to a documentary or a film. Like, how is this not a story? Like, just there's a whole bunch of fucking scenarios. Like, this is like so outlandish. There's a uh, another great documentary I watched called Dead North about the UP of Michigan. Right, out, right, the, the old hat that Wisconsin wears. Yeah. I don't know why. Okay. I mean, Here. I understand why Wisconsin <laughs> didn't want that, but I'm surprised Michigan's like, you don't want that? You don't want that fucking desolate, you know, shitty ass fuck? But we'll take it. We'll bring, yeah. it, bring it to Michigan. It's, I've right. never been there. Have you guys been there? Numerous times. I used to go really? back, ping, I went up to oh, the UP. Yeah, yeah, UP. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Up, up there. Um, I'm but like, there's no, a, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Possibly. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there's this, The basically the documentary goes on. It's this fucking husband and wife, and they had this pact that if either of them ever cheats on one another, they need to kill that person, right? So this Wait, guy, this is real? Real. Real as fuck. Isn't that if, every relationship? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So the, they don't kill the person. Husband and wife, if either of them cheats, then they have to kill the person that they, they cheated, cheated on with. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah, no. Exactly, right? <laughs> Tell, I mean, my, Rob and I have that in writing. That's a you know? fucking <laughs> down relationship, though, right? They're it like, is. Right, but hey, like, the I'm still sticking with you. They're saying, I'm going to stick with you through through thick and thin, yeah. and no matter what, we will just murder that person. Together? That yeah. And that's, together. How we'll, that's how we'll so yeah. bring this back together. Yeah, we're fine. Here's the thing. This guy who's like a divorcee moves to the UP. He's working in some factory, some fucking slob. This chick was a fucking slob, too. I don't know why she's fucking pulling some prime tail like this guy. But <laughs> he goes missing, and his family starts fucking, you know, calling on him and shit like that. And they start, they, they, they're, it, it's a missing persons thing. And then, um, then they start, you know, interviewing the neighbors and shit. And they're a really weird couple, didn't really talk to them a lot, never, like, always tight on money. And they invited their neighbors over for a barbecue one time. And the guy, this fucking total redneck, up north guy just like yeah you know we don't talk to us that much and one time they invited us over for some food and they cooked it and he said he was a butcher and it was very you know delicate meat and it tasted kind of gummy and they fucking serve the guy like human burgers and shit and the guy he's like you know after that i don't trust people well no shit (laughs) well no fucking shit dude you literally got fed a fucking person and they ended up fucking like you know going on the land yeah like they went on the fucking run they ended up the guy and the the husband Ended up getting killed by the wife in a similar, you know, I forget how they tied up the the loose ends on the first murder and shit, but like they had killed a bunch of people and shit. And she was big cheaters, like yeah, just <laughs> love cheating and killing. That's two what if you were times. served like human, like burger, like that guy was, but you know, obviously that guy wasn't told it was human it? burger. Yeah, but like because I, I think so much with food is mental, you know, like yeah. it's texture and flavor and, what, yeah. and whatnot and stuff. So if you were told like someone just completely lied to you, was like, oh, this is like extra wagyu something whatever beef and it's like this is really expensive and so then in your head you're like well this is like gonna taste different than what i'm normally expecting yeah. it's gonna taste better and then you had it and you're like oh my god this is amazing the guy's like people you know. 
Yeah. 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 I bet, you, there, I bet you they did. Wait, For you think, sure they did. Whoever eats one burger at a cookout yeah. or one Wait, How many burgers crack. do you think you've had in your life? Oh, Thousands. Yeah. Do you think that one of them maybe was? I maybe. You never know. See here, so uh, back. I don't know where I was going with that. Back in Michigan, but um, <laughs> no, like no, there it was serving burgers uh, up in the UP. <laughs> now I went to my my buddy's house uh, in Toronto, and his mom uh, was cooking all this like Indian cuisine. It was like amazing stuff. And in the morning, um, myself, Paris, my brother in law, just saw a foot in the trash can. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but we like woke up in the morning after because we were, we were at the Toronto International Film Festival, so we're like having a good time. We wake up late the next day, all like hungover, but like you got to go do it again. And she's like, oh. Oh, cool we, like we, we have breakfast like awesome so uh one day I, I wake up i don't know it wasn't breakfast must have been lunch and and i'm i'm eating you know i go to the table i'm like oh fuck this is amazing i put it on the plate and uh i'm eating 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 and then paris sits down next to me and um you know he gets a couple things but not much and i'm like i'm like dude you're not gonna get down on this shit it's fucking good he's like no i don't fuck with that and i was like what do you mean and he was like yeah i was like isn't that chicken he was like no it's liver and, yeah. and then and then from no. there it is all mental because from there I, I tried to push myself to still eat it because I liked it before he told me that mm. as soon as he told me that it was just like like rubbery and like I was like I couldn't even like stomach really? it I couldn't wow. finish it I actually like liver yeah I think I would if I was if I had ra was raised on it or maybe I don't know I'm just you trying to broaden like my liver. horizons I do yeah, yeah. my my, uh, my dad and I, like, uh, my dad and I eat, eat some liver Eat some liver. It's like animal or human. <laughs> uh, either one's more delicate. I better probably taste the same. Uh, it's the same organ. Do um, you uh, uh, ever have like the brown swagger, like the liver pate? No, brown sugar. Brown, brown swagger. Brown uh, swagger. I've had, well, uh, liverwurst. It's probably the liverwurst same thing. is, is basically it's like yeah, it's like the spread. Yeah, yeah. you're just that. making yeah. up words right oh now. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> the, the brown swagger, the brown swagger, and the liverwurst. Yeah, liverwurst and brown sausages and liver, all that stuff. I grew up on that stuff, so it's always really. Really tasty. Yeah, I wish I wish um, that I, uh, I I have to force myself even with seafood. I'm like more I can eat seafood now or like even sushi. But why do you stuff. want? I mean, seafood is the grossest of all foods and shit. Like, it, well, like at least I can dabble. Like I had so I had octopus for the first time when I was in New York. Did you lose that? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I had it and I was like, actually, this is really good. So really? I finally got to the point you where I could understand just it. Just had octopus for the first time. I mean, I had like um, like was it calamari? No, I had like, calamari and that stuff before, but just like like fried. Uh, isn't the same thing or no? No. I don't know. I don't even know. I just eat everything. That's like, like totally the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you're not supposed <laughs> to eat that. That's plastic. That's a plastic yeah. garnish. <laughs> but I but I had it. It was it was amazing in New York. And then I went to Chicago right after. And then we went to like a fine dining uh, Mexican restaurant with Eddie and then um, our friend Sam out there. And they were like, oh, we're going to grab some octopus. And I'm like, well, fuck, I'm on a streak right now. I had octopus that night. And then again, to the point where I got used to it and I liked it. So then I was able to eat more and more and more. But before I'd always be like, oh, I don't even, I'm not touching Dude, that. No, there's so many better looking foods present presentation wise. And again, too, a lot of it's your fucking psyche. And that shit is fucking gross. Plus the texture. <laughs> right? Tony is like the pickiest uh, fucking I, eater. Uh, See, I'll Jesus eat, Christ. I am not, yeah. I, I, I'm very experimental. However, no, you're not. You're not spit. experimental. What the fuck are you talking about? I fucking eat that shit. Anytime Robin makes me eat fucking oysters, squid, calamari, scallops, all that shit. Yeah, but that's I'll only, never that's only like in the, since you've known her. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no, no, I ate that shit. I ate alligator <laughs> before when we were in fucking New Orleans. Oh, like, they sell that shit at the fair. Like, <laughs> <laughs> where I want alligator shark. Steak shark. Sure. I'm out here eating predators, dude. Yeah, I've yeah. Fucking, yeah. I've, I've tried dude, I've had, all the, I've, I've all had the elephant, fair foods. Elephant bro. ears? That's not fair food, yeah. <laughs> I've had an elephant <laughs> ear. The fucking, uh, a corn dog. Yeah. It's got to be a dog somewhere. <laughs> 
I fucking need anything, dude. I'm out there, dude, trying things. No, now I've now I, I like I'm somewhat of a you know I, I want to broaden my horizon. I want to try new things, but there is I have to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, I think I I don't know. You I read think hogs feet. No. Mm-hmm. Chicken feet, hogs okay, feet, no. fucking no. You ever have gizzard? Woo! <laughs> no. My mother-in-law would make that shit. I'm like, no, no. Like you're just making garbage. You're taking that. Yeah. <laughs> All the time yes, prep garbage. Would you like yeah. something? No, I'd like to not eat that. Can I buy you some food? Yeah, it's just so much good food out there. You never know. Yeah, like you, that's why you got to just try it all. Yeah, but you like you you hunt. I, I did. I, I used to Hunts, hunt, hunts but bitches. <laughs> hey, hunt, hunting, but never actually shot or killed an animal. Mm, well, like I have killed an animal with a BB gun. But that's not not like a deer or anything like that. I was like the guy that would go hunting because I got to hang out with my cousins and my uncles. I didn't get to see all the time, my brothers and stuff. And then they would shoot a deer, and I'd be the weird guy that'd be like petting the dead deer, like, oh, look, they're so soft. It's going to be okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to pull out of this. (laughs) Yeah. And so I, I never shot it's just a, a flesh shot wound. Gutting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it out there, like hang. Dude, that was the thing when we go camping, like with that Andy and shit up there too. And like, when those dudes started to like tying up and cleaning the deer, like again, the, I've eaten a lot of venison, and like if you cook it right, it tastes like steak. Not but a if big you don't. If you don't cook it right, food. it tastes fucking gamey as shit. And like a lot of people don't want to cook it right. It's not bad in chilies yeah. or fucking hot sticks, you know, like sausage and shit. But like, yeah. the fillets just aren't aren't for me. Yeah. But then also too. The, the actual legwork, but I don't like killing things, so that's not. I mean, that's that whole disassociation from like how all of our food gets to the table. Like mm-hmm. people don't think about that. That's happening that anytime you eat a chicken breast, or like that's even more fucked up because they're all living in like these like you know eat breasts. You know, yeah, they're like all pumped with GMO stuff shit. and like yeah. with anything. The whole process of the food industry is pretty crazy and fucked up. So doing anything like that, I think, is a lot better. Even though it's kind of like you have to you you. There's no such thing as a free lunch. So in order to like have that item or whatever it is that you're going to eat, you have to kind of go through that to see the process of it. Because if you blind yourself from it, you're just going to be kind of naive to the whole process of other things that you're eating that have to go through the same (laughs) thing. You know, I would just have like that's what you're actually doing every time you eat anything. You know, you're killing a bunch of shit. So when was the last time? So I think it's partially being in the waiting table business, but when was the last time you were really upset with a meal that you had? Uh, last night I went to the. Oh, uh, uh, really? <laughs> really? No, no, no. I was fully disappointed. Really? Yeah, yeah, I went to fucking public school. You know, they have a bunch of them. There's like. Was it like um, in the cafeteria? You know, back last night when I was in school. Uh, it's the name of a restaurant. For Where is that? There's one is downtown. There's Sherman one Oaks. In uh, Culver City, Sherman Oaks. Yeah, there's yeah. a couple of them, but I think they got bought out. So, like. They used to have a menu that actually not our sponsor, like a, not a, <laughs> yet, yet. <laughs> Public school talking shit about you. Sponsor us. Uh, they used to have like an actual menu that looks like a notebook, so it was, was kind of like you know cute the way it was set up and shit, and everything's got some love a nice like, cute you know, restaurant. Yeah, you know it's got some it's got a niche, right? Can and you can you eat in your underpants and watch Netflix? I had a bib on, you know. Yeah, there I was. Uh, I don't like it, <laughs> but dining out. Um, yeah, dude, just the food sucked. And really, like, and it's funny because sometimes you go a place and there's like they have a list of like. 10 burgers but not one's just a basic classic american burger tomato pickle some lettuce some cheese simple shit you're a simple guy you're a creature habit but i've also had the you know the they have one that's a fucking like pb and j burger so it's like jelly on there it's like a habanero jelly malaise or some kind of shit in the fucking fucking give me that but it's just like i've i've 
went down that road and I was just just in the mood for some simple shit and the dude fucked it up at every turn like forgot to put my entree in like we got the kid with us just he got a grilled cheese and some fresh veggies grilled cheese grilled cheese was fucking trash like I made a better fucking like one with like a toaster. Well, you just like gotta it. stay home, dude. You tip him more than twenty percent. Twenty percent. When was the last time you had a bad a meal that you were like, "Fuck, ever?" Mm. Well, to be honest, so truth be told, I can't really smell or taste anything uh, since like the last year because of COVID. COVID. Oh, so got my first uh, vaccination shot, and then uh, should we tell Eric that's not water he's drinking? <laughs> Water's getting me fucked I up. I don't know. So, like, I really haven't had any bad, like, food experiences in the last year. Um, but uh, I did have an experience with food that I wish I could fucking taste. Um, the uh, the alcove on Hillhurst is my anniversary spot. So, every year, we just had it on the second or third. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> One of those days. Yeah. And so, we, we always get, like, cake or something or go out to eat there. So, this year, we got some cake. They it used to be a bakery. And then they turned it into like a little diner kind of a thing and there's outside seating and they make really good coffee and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's like got really, really good desserts too. I'll cope. Sponsor us. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. So they, uh, we went there and I got like a a peanut butter, like custard, like almost like a cheesecake kind of a cake thing, but like really heavy, real dense. And and then, uh, like a chocolate cake kind of cake thing. Like it was just like really that really, really heavy, uh, like soft inside kind of cake stuff. So I was like super pumped. And then I'm like, fuck, like just the texture of it. I'm like, I know this is fucking good. I just know this is, I ate everything. I was like, it this melts in the mouth, but you can't taste it. Either. And then I would just <laughs> get melting. like just hints of like the flavor, just like a little, like, oh, hey, I think here. I tasted peanut butter. I think I tasted some chocolate. Maybe, maybe like a, remember a, me. <laughs> I, can, I can only taste like, yeah, I can only I'm flavor. Yeah, and, and, and so I'm like, man, you, you know something is like really good a lot of times by the texture. That's why a lot of people will eat based off of like something so texture. back to why do you eat shellfish? It's got terrible texture. I don't think so. I think like I, all that stuff tastes, mm. tastes it's good. It's good texture, good fun texture. Um, but yeah, having like something that would, would really be, yeah, really just like really good. I was like, oh man, I'm just waiting for like the day like where I'm gonna like bite into a burger and actually be able to taste everything and be like <gasps> and it's, but it's gonna be like some trash ass burger from like you know like a soggy fucking fish sandwich or something from mcdonald's and i'm like this is the best thing i've yeah. ever eaten you know so. see because I'm, I'm i'm very easy to please as long especially if it's just basic simple stuff um <clears throat> i'm always like any restaurant i'm like oh yeah it's that's great. Uh, and I'm not the guy, I'm not the guy that goes, I just eat because I need fuel. I'm not yeah, him, yeah. but I'm also not the person that's like, wow, this is delicious. Like, oh, the flavors. Yeah, yeah, I kind of just like, middle. wow, this is, yeah, this is food. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. But I, uh, <laughs> we were joking about it the other day because <laughs> I have this thing now. It's almost a nightly thing where I get Ritz crackers and put a little peanut butter on it. Oh, dude, that's Ooh. shit. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fucking the best. Brother. <laughs> and, and literally, so you put, so you take the Ritz cracker and you flip it upside down. So the salt's underneath mm. and you put the peanut butter on top. Yeah. So you, when you eat it, you have upside the salt down, on the that's tongue. Right side out that's the way it's supposed to be <laughs> one serving is a yeah. whole fucking box of i only butter this and a whole yeah. jar of peanut butter that's, too, that's, by the way. that's literally what I'm, i've been doing it all the time now <laughs> yeah. like t- take a couple uh, hits of my joint I'm like oh and i just need a little something and i'm and we were joking the other day like i'm so simple where i'm like if yeah. any kind of food i'm like oh this Give is really some good bread and water perhaps <laughs> yeah but i'm like dude I taste i'm starving like, i'll take wow, some bread and the water flavor yeah. is just impeccable well, i mean that's why they say bread and butter right yeah. is that the, that's your bread and butter you know like the reason they say that is because bread and butter is the fucking shit if you have a good loaf of bread and some butter fuck that's like that's that's the shit like butter i'll take salted or unsalted you really can't fuck butter up unless you get margarine i feel like you can do you think cheese changes pizza 
Oh yeah, mm. for sure, dude. It, it can, but I've never had like I've never had yeah, like cheeseless pizza, pizza, and then been like, like or like this is horrible. Like I'm always like I've, hey, I've bought pizza. cheese to make pizza with back back in the day when I was uh, my first living under in in uh, Pacoima. The only grocery store was like a Spanish one, El Tigre. And I was trying mm. to like for the life the me tiger. Find, yeah. for The tiger. <laughs> like me. They're great. The tiger. And uh, they, like, I wanted to make a bobbly pizza, right? So they have the crust. They have the sauce. I like all the flavors that they have. And 70 shit. bucks later, you got yeah. yourself a fucking well, uh, medium-sized pizza. I was trying know? to cut the cost on the fucking pizza. <laughs> That's the biggest I, fucking so, scam of that shit. Here's the deal. <laughs> like, what? I got to buy like, all bar. this shit? For, I used to work at a grocery store, and we had those, those samples. <laughs> I wasn't pick and save. It was a so did I. So did I, by the way. And so, if he did, you probably did too. Yeah, I shopped at grocery stores. Yeah, Eric just. But I worked at a deli. Store. Same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we uh, we had that sample cool, like you know, uh, the pizza oven that the sample ladies would make. So I stole that, put it in the <laughs> produce cooler, right? So now I had this secret fucking you know baking compartment, right? And I'd go around the grocery store, grab the crust, grab the fucking toppings, and make my own pizza on the clock on the company dime. And Bobley was the shit, but. Now living my own, I didn't have enough money for like cheese. It was expensive. It's always been expensive. You know, this is the fucking dairy state. It's bullshit. So I bought some generic cheese. Some kind of cheese is expensive though. It is. It's expensive. like a. It's it like is. a fucking it's expensive. A thing. No matter you know, where you go, on Wall Street cheese is like the fucking like it's up there yeah, yeah. on your grocery list. It's like gold cheese will, cheese will hit cheese. you. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's yeah. fucking expensive. So yeah, oil, that and avocado cheese. Yeah. cheese is like the same yeah. as avocado basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the uh, avocado. Except it's not extra at Chipotle. Yeah, <laughs> they just give you the cheese. Yeah, they. But it was like, I don't, I don't know if the label was just in Spanish and I don't know what the fuck I was getting, but either way, the shit didn't melt right. It was like some kind of plastic cheese. My whole fucking pizza was fucked up. Did all you take it out of the bag? Crust. No, I didn't fucking take it back because I was trying to find some. stole all of it. He stole all the fucking ingredients. Did you take it out of the bag? Oh, I thought you said you'd give yeah. it back. Yeah. <laughs> take it out of the bag. Like, why is this? I had my, the shredded cheese I had my chick make me fucking, yeah. <laughs> I forget who was what over. What plastic in this cheese? Somebody was over and uh, she's like, you want a grilled cheese, babe? I'm like, yeah, sure. That'd be great. And she no, gave me a grilled over, yeah. cheese. And I'm like eating it. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? She didn't take the fucking plastic off the craft yeah. singles, singles. They which also make is the see-through. worst cheese to make a grilled cheese. They <laughs> should make it. Yeah, make that's it. the kind of shit that you put a lighter to and it fl- like yeah. it does it doesn't melt, but it goes on fire. Yeah, You're like, yeah. or you could like just leave a piece in the back of your you car and it never goes exactly like the same. Old. Yeah, yeah. And just fucking non-compiled. Did you still eat it because you're like you didn't want to? Thanks, babe. Like swallow it down. Just. This is about no. I called her out. I was like, "What is this horse shit?" And like, you fucking can't even make a grilled cheese. Jesus fucking Christ, dude! Guess what? No. Yeah. Uh, Told him with it's a good hand. I do make fun of her about that. I'm like, "Don't just don't make me grilled cheese." Thank you. I don't want to <laughs> eat plastic. Choke. Yeah. Uh, Want to throw some cheese on this? No, I'm good. I'm good. Cheeseless. It's like I can't kill him from pla- poisoning with plastic anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we used to do that too with like stealing food at the places we worked. When I worked at the deli that I worked at, we would make burger patties or steaks and it was a butcher shop and so they had like after like every week anything that any meat that like touched each other or um had been sitting for like maybe a day or two it has it gets brown it doesn't make the 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 steak less um edible or anything like that doesn't make it bad it's just like not cool to look at and so people just won't buy it so Mm -hmm. they throw all that shit out and it's like thousands of dollars of steak like every week that they throw out so bunch of kids running the place the guys the owner of the place his kid worked there and was total stoner and he was like yeah you guys want to he had talk like kermit the frog i swear to god i swear to god kermit frog here yeah mm-hmm. hey man you guys want to like make some burgers and steaks whatever and I'm like all right cool let's do that and so he's like 
his dad would come in periodically. And so you still want to be kind of like on the lowdown. So we had these saran wrap machines where there was like a big heating pad and it'd get really, really hot. And then, you know, you put the saran wrap and it'd melt and then you could wrap up the meat for everybody. So we would take the cover off the saran wrap, like heating pad and take burgers or steak or whatever and put it in tinfoil and put it on there and then put that cover back over so it looked like everything was normal and i remember one time we had like there's like seven of these fucking saran wrap machines and everybody there's only like three of us we all had everything on every one of those saran wrap machines everything was cooking he comes in here he's like wow it smells really good in here and we're just like yeah, i don't know hey, we were not just yeah boss you're buying us lunch yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like i think the guy bought a hot dog over there the hot dogs are pretty good today it was inside a gas station too so it was like a butcher shop that was inside a gas station mm-hmm. so there was like other stuff so we we're like yeah I don't do know. you remember the gas station's name uh it, well it was mobile it was ddq is what it was ddq PDQ. PDQ, that. that's right. Pretty damn quick. Pretty mm. damn quick. Yeah, really? they had a curse word in yeah. the fucking name. Wow, smart. And that's why they had to change it to PDQ. You know, KFC, oh. Kentucky Fried Chicken, had to change it because they weren't frying the chicken. Mm-hmm. So, wow. PDQ was just, yeah. We Fixed used to, prime uh, quick. we used to, uh, speaking of like st- stealing from the places you work, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, my one friend in high school, I was probably a junior, yeah, I think a junior, and we were about to tailgate for the football game. And uh, so we got everybody together. And then my one friend worked at Wendy's. So he came with all like the square burgers. So we were like in the parking lot That's on like hilarious. a small grill, like flipping Wendy's burgers. <laughs> like, oh, fuck yeah, this is shit. Yeah, Dude, it's funny because those thin patties that you use at like at, uh, you know, fast food and stuff. Or even if you get them from like, you get them from Kirkland from Costco and shit. So Rob and I go to one of her parents' friends' house in Orange County. Like the, I don't know what football game, Super Bowl or whatever the fuck it was. But everyone's over there and they're fucking like off the boat. They're not Russian not Armenian, some other fucking Eastern European country, but like they, they t- like, I hey, talk like this, like a despicable me. And they're like, you want the burger? I cook it a medium rare. Okay. I want like just a regular burger. And I was like, she's like, how do you want to cook? I'm like, I don't know, medium. She's like, okay. And then she brings the fucking like that thin ass, like a McDonald's burger. I'm like, you can't cook those medium. They gotta be cooked all, that ain't the same kind of meat and shit. And I was biting it and like Robin, she's like, this shit's undercooked. I'm like, She's like, do you eat your whole one? I'm like, yeah, my stomach was fucking gurgling the whole night. Somebody went to White Castle and brought them. I couldn't set it back, you know, because she was so happy. Because, like, again, people come here and they want to do the, hey, we're Americans now. We do the whole burgers and the hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, like, certain up. I was like, I love the Coca-Cola. It's delicious, huh? (laughs) America. (laughs) It reminds me of the... um, the people that used to come into that restaurant with the, like, the $100 bills. From Arizona, oh yeah. Where's your accent yeah. from? They're like Arizona. Yeah, I'm from <laughs> Arizona. Really? <laughs> yeah. You sure. Like yeah, what those part? Were yeah. Fucking, yeah. It's a big state. Yeah. It's it's a big state. Scottsdale. We're from yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> so cool, dude. Yeah. I love this America. I'm totally <laughs> from here. <laughs> now, where are you from? From? Yeah. I'm born and raised. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, dude. That was. I forgot all about those fucking people. They're those were a trip because, like, they legit would order a shit ton of stuff. I'm like, are they gonna be able to afford this shit? And they, they know what the fucking yeah. cost of stuff is. You said that one guy that would come in and get like burgers and shit, and him and his Russian brother. They definitely were like oligarchs oh, yeah. or like oh, ran some sure. like yeah. underground like fucking like smuggling ring or did some shady shit. But they would just get a burger, nothing on it, 
just eat the burger, not even the side. They wouldn't even eat the side. They wouldn't even finish it, and they'd always leave a hundred bucks. And I'm like, you guys are doing some oh, fishy yeah, shit. Oh yeah, guys. Yeah. Forgot about yeah, those dudes. It was great. like, oh, we got, I got them. I got yeah, them this time. Yeah, they come in. They love you, know you guys. The best one was was the guy that drove the fucking Trans Am that would come in, fucking cut off sleeves, long ass hair. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> no, no, he had long hair. He looked like his name was Kenny or something like that. You know what I mean? He fucking Kenny get like, Rogers. You get pancakes and shit, and he'd always fucking tip like a hundred bucks because like we wouldn't do to go orders and stuff, and like. You just you remember that we'd like fight for that guy. I think it was like this fucking Kenny. Kenny or some shit. He looked like my fucking one of my uncles. Speaking of accents and Kenny Rogers, um, Kenny so so Teddy that like, he was he came from Ethiopia. He had just got here and his brother had lived here for a long time. And Kenny Rogers was huge. It still is huge That's in hilarious. Ethiopia, That's random as fuck. right? And this is before he passed. This is probably. I would say 30 years ago now. Nice. And so Teddy, uh, he had just got here um, and his brother was like, hey, here's like 20 bucks, go to Best Buy. Or it was like Sam Goody at get the time. Get the essentials, get Kenny. Yeah, get well, Kenny. no, he didn't even say anything. He said, just go buy something. And he's new here and he's like trying to figure it out. And uh, so he goes and um, Ted's Rose walks up to this this uh, this black woman who was working at the Sam Goody or Best Buy or whatever. And he's like, um, I need the uh, Kenny Rogers CD. She's like, who? He's like, Kenny Rogers. And she's like, what the fuck? You want a Kenny Rogers CD? I love this music. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. But he's huge over there. So yeah, it was like that's really. Funny. Yeah. Like David so, Hasselhoff is in Germany. Yeah. yeah that's so Kenny random. Rogers is in Ethiopia. It's so weird how like certain artists are just like really popular at other parts of the country that are not that really popular anymore. <laughs> like it's a lot of them like you, that. You guys ever see the. That's um, the best way I think if like to be like famous i guess like i'm like that's nah. just random that yeah. king rogers i'm fucking huge in ethiopia because yeah. he was pretty big here but yeah he was even bigger Maybe there one kenny rogers song no he, he was a fucking a restaurant too no way no way to hold him yeah uh, okay yeah that's not my shit at all. do you do you have you guys ever seen the uh it's my favorite documentary uh what is it called no, i'm joking um <laughs> it's called searching for sugarman yeah, yeah i was absolutely. just gonna say yeah. Yeah. he's like that guy yeah, yeah. rodriguez from yeah. detroit yeah not related he's like a carpenter and i had no idea and he's just like yeah whatever like huge in south africa Playing like massive shows and then like would go and be like, all right, I'm gonna go back to work being a carpenter. Well, no, that's the thing. You know, him not even knowing. Yeah, him not knowing for years. Didn't believe that he was an artist and shit. And when they finally fucking found him and everyone thought he was dead, the whole folklore and stuff like that. That was like probably one of the best documentaries I've seen. Yeah, the guy that made it won the when won the Oscar for best documentary, whatever. And I believe he killed himself the next year. Really? Yeah. The guy who yeah. made the documentary? So, and, and they had this whole thing where they, they ran out of funding. So they, uh, uh, and this, don't quote me on this, this is all just knowledge I remember from Do your own research ago. people. Yeah. <laughs> Adventure dumb. Yeah. <laughs> just always throw that in. Information dumb over here. I'm just regular dumb, dumb. right here. Yeah, listen uh, to or do anything that we say. We're just some dumb guys on uh, your podcast. We're drinking so. beers over here. We're having a good time. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm hammered. Yeah. Uh, but they, <laughs> they. Air drinks and orange water. <laughs> <laughs> Tony right? Uh, but yeah, they they ran out of funding, so they got a, like a high eight app on their phone to finish shooting some stuff that so it looked like the like the same thing that they were shooting with before. And then they made it and it did so well. And and there was something I think he he battled with depression and stuff like that. Um, but I heard, and I'm not sure, like I said, if this is factual or not. But he had it was something potentially of doing like reaching your highest high. Yeah. And then never feeling like you could amount to that again was mm. maybe set him off or something. I remember them talking about that, but um, but yeah, it was just it was. It's still my favorite documentary. How they brought the footage together, the animation, and how yeah. they told the story. Yeah, it's and he's from cool. Detroit, and then Rodriguez. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that it's was like the one. story about the you know 
the Klein that that was uh, you know, know. Co- from Wisconsin, and they're gonna find my comedy album thirty years from now. I'll be fucking <laughs> doing carpentry work around town. Like, you, Klein, yeah. <laughs> need you to tell fifteen minutes. All right, I got you. I got you. Tony just rolls What's up. What's the deal? You're huge yeah. in China. <laughs> <laughs> He's big in Puerto Rico. I, mean, I would be fucking giant in China, literally speaking. You would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's funny. When I was in high school, um, just because I've always had kind of squinty eyes and shit, and I had chubbier cheeks, so my fucking eyes were even squintier. Mm-hmm. Yao Ming. Don't be was throwing the, that word around the, in here. Don't <laughs> <laughs> said squintier. All right, so this is the last <laughs> podcast for uh, Eric and Tony's show. Uh, Thanks for sticking around with us. We appreciate yeah, it. What did I say? Just no, just talking about politically correct world. Uh, I'm joking. I, Anyways, talk I, about I, your I talk about your. Oh no, nothing. I just used to resemble Yao Ming a lot when mm. I was a kid. You know, just really used to. You guys, <laughs> <laughs> you look like you a were tired, him. skinny Yao Ming now. Mm. Um, speaking of uplifting Yo, stuff, Ming. So I had to go back. This is a dad story. I had to go back to see my dad. He's in the fucking hospice and show that. And I, I did this red eye. My dad's sick. He's, you know, I'm trying to get back there in time to see him and stuff. And um, I get off the airplane and I hear someone say, hey, Tony. I'm like, who the fuck is on this flight? I literally like booked a day of red eye flight. It's like fucking 630 in the morning. I'm back in Milwaukee. And the guy in the cockpit comes out. Fucking kid I went to high school with. It was the pilot shit. Okay, like I, Tom Donardo. Kid, shout out to Tom Donardo. And uh, you're I like, like, don't trust this flight. <laughs> <laughs> you Jet made Blue. it. You did it, Tom. Uh, I didn't think you could fly. Uh, um, but I knew he was a pilot from Facebook and shit like that. And like he was always like a car guy. Like, I took auto class and all the tech classes and shit. He was in that stuff too. But um, Tom Donardo was also the biggest fan of rolling it back into the parking lot at school with like music blaring. Like whatever. Like backing the, up the plane. Oh, yeah. All. Just fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Limp Biscuit fucking. Ah, <laughs> love Biscuit Dude, what did you break stuff? Uh, <laughs> but he, like, I ended up catching up with this guy in the fucking at the gate in the airport, and it was like legit, dude. I haven't seen it in like twenty years. I'm making small talk and stuff, and I'm like, literally, I'm like, in my head, we're having this conversation. And then my mind's like, dude, you flew back because you're trying to catch your dad before he dies. Break this conversation off. I'm like, hey, Tom, I'd love to talk to you, but like, literally, I my dad is dying. I got to get out of here. Like, I fucking like, hey, we'll pick this up when I come back and stuff. He's like, he's dying to see you. You're like, yeah. <laughs> Kind of. Uh. <laughs> yeah, there, it's, there, we had another guy that we used to work with that was a um, goofy guy, and he ended up being a pilot, too. Like, apparently, like, it's... No. They're just I, giving him away. I'm that like, guy, shit. That guy's got fucking mass shooter written all over him. Not Tom. Tom's a fucking... Shout out Tom. Good, good pilot. No, he was, was a, he was a good guy. He's uh, always a nice guy. Uh, he always, uh, the guy was buying assault rifles, body armor, fucking... Trench coats. Extended clips. Yeah, just yeah, a lot of he shit. he was. He's like a face wash. He was. He was one of those guys. Didn't brush his teeth. No, a lot of things. He did. Why do I need these teeth? I'm going to die in a couple of days anyways, yeah, you know? This guy was, was a definite, like... Had that all he those telltale all signs, the boxes, all of them, and then he was like, "Oh, I'm quitting." And we're like, "Where are you going?" He's like, "I'm going to become a pilot." And I'm like, "To f- crash into a building?" Like, I might have to start like, doing that when I got on planes. Now. Like a Just pilot light? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. "You're flying this?" No, no I'm out of here. Tim, did, is that you? They don't really make that much money to begin with. Like, like when you start out, like if you're doing commercial flights, it gets like. 50, 60 grand a year. It's not, it's really? not yeah, it's not Eventually a lot. you can make really. Again, fact check all these things. Yeah. <laughs> they make about 25 bucks an hour. They make minimum yeah. wage. But they get free flights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, travel. Like, I think if you start flying, flying private flights and stuff like that, that's where you can make bigger money. Or if you're just kind of like, it, it definitely is one of those occupations where, yeah, you, you like the pay uh, grid goes up the longer you're there, obviously. But 
uh, to start out. Yeah. I always thought like anybody that's a pilot, like, Oh, you're making a million bucks a year or something like, you know, I, I don't was, know if that's right, dude. I think it's yeah. really Cause low. they're very careful about who they put into like your mental health and just like everything has to check Apparently out. not. Apparently <laughs> 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 they're Except just for Wisconsin. They're just like, you're like, fine, here you go. You got a flight thingy. Just go. <laughs> We're, dude, you guys Next remember, stop when Hawaii. Fucking, uh, remember when that <laughs> guy went on the airfield and fucking took off in like a 747? Oh. Do you remember that it was like in, I think it was in Washington state or Oregon, somewhere in the Pacific Northwest, but this guy fucking takes off in a commercial plane. He's flying around. Right. And I don't know if they're waiting for him. If he was going to run out of gas or what the fuck happened, but like he didn't know how to land and he's just on the fucking radio and he legit sounded like my brother. I'm like, Donnie, I called him like, please tell me not in the fucking plane right now. He's <laughs> like, yeah, you're home. Okay, cool. But he's, he ended up fucking basically like just flew around and then fucking like, I don't know if he crashed into a house or somewhere in like he basically, but he just. That was his thing. I think he actually worked for the airport. That's how it happened. But like just another random thing where it's just like people nowadays, there's too many people on the planet, too many variables and too many fucking things that can just go awry. Too many options. Yeah. There. Well, there's just a lot of things that, you know, like anything, if you fucking have a factory, say 1% of every fucking bottle is defective, right? But now that factory, instead of making 100, it's making 100 million. You're going to have a million defective bottles and that's kind of now take that to the billion level and that's where we're at as a fucking planet so there's no wonder there's fucking a, a thousand Jeffrey Dahmer's they said there's over 2,000 serial killers out there that had, had not been fucking discovered or fucking found yet at any given time it's true <laughs> I'm sitting between two of them right now you know? <laughs> I just want to live in an airplane hangar Actually, still kind of do. Eric, you want to live in your truck now so that was a I do that's a dream of mine trying to be homeless my dream yeah. is to become homeless mm. Um, we Tony and I used to, Rick Caruso gets uh, hired. Yeah, he's yeah, trying right. to get. Uh, go with your story. I have a Rick Caruso story after that. Okay. Um, okay. okay. Tony and I used to uh, be commercial painters back in Wisconsin, and one of the things we painted were a lot were uh, airplane <laughs> hangers. And we're in like yeah. this airplane hangar, and you know, some of the guys it's like this prop plane, and like they have. And Eric's like, I could live here. A portion of it, yeah. I'm like, you'd have a like a. Dude, why do you have your pillow? This says me all over it. Yeah, you could have like a basketball hoop in here. You could like you know hang out. Like it was, a, it was fucking cool. It was yeah. like a giant. It was like the biggest loft. I mean, you have a loft here, but imagine this like the size of a football field, it like ten thousand square yeah. feet, and there's a plane inside. Feels like a little too much yeah. room, but yeah, yeah. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then they would have like a, a portion of the a portion of the the hangar would be drywalled and almost be like a like a studio apartment kind of a thing. And he's like, the guy was like, yeah, you know, sometimes I'll come in here after a long flight and I'll just you know sleep here and hit a bathroom and a, and a little kitchen. The wife and on the outs, I'll just crash here. You know? Yeah, like, but I was I was like, man, this is pretty cool. And he was like, you know, these. Then I started looking into it, and and to get the hangar, it's not that expensive to build an airplane. Or yeah, something. it's like twenty, yeah. thirty grand or something like that. And I'm like, shit, all you just need is some land. You can build an airplane hangar and just do what this guy did and then have like a really cool, like, like, a, like, you know, like the movie big, you yeah, know, where yeah, he's yeah. got like the bouncy trampoline and an mm -hmm. arcade. I was like thinking like that. I was like, you could have anything in here. Like there's so much, so much you could do with this. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I wanted to do that for quite a while. And then, uh, still do. Yeah, still do. Now it turned into a even smaller, just kind of like same idea, but just down, down, down. That even small, Eric, it's a complete opposite. You basically like, what about a giant place? There's so much space. Or the back of my truck is eight <laughs> feet by four feet. Six, six, six and, and, and a half feet. Just enough for a twin size bed. Six and a half by four. We built the yeah. shit out of this truck. I don't know, you ever see pictures of that? No, you guys are done? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? Done. Yeah, it's okay. fucking, it's pretty dope. Tony did a fucking killer job. I, Thanks. I had a really good hand in holding stuff for him. He's a hell of a holder. If you need a holder, people, I'm no you carpenter. Yeah. But it, I, I designed the whole thing. I will say I, I've been designing this thing for you fucking did. five years. 
And so every little thing, all the fucking flaps and all this shit, like I really kind of thought it out to mm-hmm. make it functional. And, like and I hadn't really Sharpie seen. Sharpie to a napkin. You're like, Tony? Yeah. This Eric, is Eric, really actually, like, Eric went seriously. above that. Eric did like seriously. prototypes out of stint, like a tin foil and fucking styrofoam and oh, shit. Yeah. Like he made it. He made I, it. I mean. I, I definitely did a bunch of, bunch of like testing on that to like see like was this going to be low enough high enough like wow how can it lay and all this stuff but it's funny because eric actually built really it out entirely so it looks like you know when that that show they like uh in my ride um, no 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 um <laughs> nailed it you know what i mean when they try to make the cupcakes with the fucking smiley face and it's all <laughs> fucked up and it's yeah. like bleeding off that was his version of what, <laughs> yeah. what i ended up making and shit yeah it was kind of like you know what we're going but it was the reverse end where i was like okay well, let's just do this but like better and structurally sound and like you know you're like what's this t- like uh t-rex doing in here this little <laughs> figurine he's like that's me that's me yeah. oh, okay it's, just, it's to scale <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we worked on that uh, during the pandemic and kind of knocked most of that out but that, that was something that um you know we, i've been putting off for a long time just because like a lot of things you get like our analysis paralysis you're like oh this could be better or maybe this could be better uh, functionality that way or this or whatever and then we're just like all right let's fucking do it and then yeah. tony being a great carpenter mm-hmm. thank you um you know was able to actually make my idea come to life and and did it like really really good like really good i was like Whenever we got done with a portion of it, like this is fucking incredible. I also like him a big fan of my own work, so I was, I was like, dude, we fucking fucking awesome. This looks fucking dope. Like, you just keep on like, opening yeah, it up. Cool. Yeah, it like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah like little things too. were like that we'd accomplish and be like, wow, this is so crazy. See, that's what it. That's that's what I feel like. I've, I've been thinking about this. I'm gonna do a video about it. I think, but it literally when you're when you're and I don't want to get too like when you're aligned with your purpose and your passion <laughs> when you're doing shit that they like you love to do. It is the fucking little things. I we got this cl- countdown clock. I'm like. <laughs> clock yeah, i can't yeah. stop looking i'm like oh fucking cool man like yeah. just because you're like oh you you visualized it yeah, and now yeah. you're seeing it you're like dude this is like this this is a studio you yeah, have like yeah. things you have a truck you've been thinking about it. it's like this does open and you can't stop looking at it for like yeah few days. you showed like everybody that like and that's the cool thing too is like the general consensus is that it's fucking dope as shit and like yeah, everyone would be like even though they think i'm fucking crazy and like oh you want to live in that and you want to do this I'm but like, i can see why it's fucking like, nice that's yeah. pretty cool for anybody that wants to live in their car that's, that's a pretty cool cook, yeah. like living in your car setup you know yeah. like there's really like that big of a market for that you know so it's, uh, it's have you slept in it yet uh, yeah, I did. I, I use it on a couple of like camping trips, like little overnighter things and stuff. And sometimes in the garage and Carlos is like, you want a salsa? You're like, dude, yeah. I'm trying to sleep. Man. <laughs> rents it to Alexander and his girl. Yeah. Rent Alexander! The rent, truck's open. I rent it out now. It's like 800 bucks. You know, for it's on a Airbnb. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sleep in my garage. I feel like what it's the like. It's a truck. Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it came together pretty, pretty nice though. I was pretty no, happy yeah, about yeah, it. You've been talking about it for a long time. I remember when you got the truck and it was like your dream truck and you got it. It's like, oh, cool. We got oh, that. for the and listeners, then, Eric drives a SRT 10 Dodge Ram, which is like the most upper echelon is the, it's the creme de la creme of fucking uh, Dodge trucks, which is the most expensive drivetrain to put like a fucking 500 pound. Yeah, eh, it might be it might be two hundred pounds of lumber back there, but it's, like it's a, a Dodge Viper. If ever, everybody knows I'm what sorry, a Dodge Viper, Viper is, mm. if well, it's basically a Dodge Viper truck car that they did for three years. They made a truck version out of the Dodge Viper car, which to me was like that is the coolest thing ever, and I always wanted one. And then that's because uh, you've been a truck guy for the last like twenty years. I was. I never really was like growing up. I was just like ah, eh, you know, like kind of didn't really have that much input on cars i like you know what the look of cars i guess the aesthetics but then never got really into like 
when I was younger, like the, the like the horsepower and all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, and then had a little truck, and then was like, oh wow, this would be was like your, the your Dakota was truck. it was that an uh, SRT eight, right? No, it wasn't. I, I always no. wanted the SRT eight. That was the the V eight version of mine. Yeah. Mine was a, a six cylinder automatic. It's a clean truck though, dude. It was. It was really. It was a beautiful yeah. truck. I ended up selling to my it buddy. It literally looked like the younger brother of your current truck. It was yeah. just a smaller, yeah, smaller, smaller like newer kind of weaker. truck. Weaker. <laughs> this, this truck I had the 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 new truck that I they're not new. It's a 2005, so it's an old truck. They only made it for three years, 2003 to 2006, and then that's three, and then. Um, but it has all the same like setup as like a normal Dodge Viper car did and, and does. So it has a six speed uh, Hurst manual transmission. It's got like, you know, 500 horsepower. It has the same exact engine and drivetrain, all this crazy stuff. So the first couple of years I had it, I had my fun with it and like beat the shit out of it and was like doing burnouts and like all, you know, having really scary situations <laughs> driving it, you know, because I'm not used to driving too something much car. like that. Yeah, <laughs> just way too much. And, uh, and then I was like, oh, you know what? Like that's a truck bed. So I could maybe transform this into something that would be more practical. Cause I, and, and then kind of just started tossing around the idea of making like a camper out of it and stuff. And then everybody was like, why would you fuck up that truck? That is like the best, like, you know, like fast truck and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but it, like I could have the best yeah. of both worlds. I like camping and outdoors mm. and I like fast cars cool and trucks it. and stuff. And it's like that combined. It's like, it's all the things that I like, like in one vehicle. And there literally is no other truck like it. There's none like it. Like there's like, I've looked on forums and for years, nobody, any, and I actually posted something a couple months ago. I'm on a couple like uh truck camping forums and stuff. And someone like every once in a while, they'd be like, show your new rig or whatever. And, and then, so I posted pictures and everybody was, they said one of two things. They were like, that is fucking awesome. Like the, the setup you, that you built was great. And then reference Tony in it. And then they're like, also, why would you do that to that truck? Like, are you crazy? Like you just fucked up a truck and uh, it's the adventure dome truck. It's it is the adventure 10. Adventure. Yeah. yeah mm. So, but, but I can still take it apart. It's like all modular. So nothing is like, we didn't like, you know, take anything off the actual car. Like yeah. I still have the, yeah. the spoiler that comes with it. And it doesn't tailgate. run anymore, but you can yeah. put a sleep in the <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if you go down a hill, it'll go, it'll move. I initially was like, you know, I'm doing that. Like, uh, was to kind of protect myself as far as like having literally having a place to, to live and having had experience backpacking and knowing what I need to make me happy. It was not a lot. So I was like, shit, if like shit hits the fan and I don't have a job or I, I need to live someplace, I could literally live in this and compared to a tent, like that's like a fucking five seasons and shit. So I was like, this is, this is like a little loophole that nobody else would be I guess willing to do or like understand why to do it. But for me, it was like a, an extra like safety net as far as, uh, you know, just life in general. Like I can always fall back on that. It's like an extra little house, like a little, little micro house I have. Mm. So it has everything. 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 And that's the story of my Dodge. <laughs> SRT and that's why we built Eric's truck. Wow. Yeah, we built it. It's a nice little segment. Do you do any uh, hands on shit? Any, Manual labor, carpenter shit? Uh, I grew up doing it. My, you know, my dad was countertops and cabinets yeah. and, you know, would go on I his was. jobs and that kind of stuff. Yeah, he had his own company with my grandfather and they they would, yeah, mostly countertops and cabinets. And then he left that and he eventually did like um, 
uh, what's it called? Uh, basements for people. So he would like design basements and stuff. They would, you know, redo them in Michigan and all of that. So he's very hands-on. It's always like, Hey, let's go, just go fix this. My dad's like, I can do it. And then we, he'll go do it. So I, luckily I have those skills and whether it's, you know, anything that I have to do in the house. I can handle usually all that, all that stuff, it. carpentry, even like, you know, the manual labor stuff, even painting, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a form of being creative. Mm-hmm. Like, and that, that I think no matter how like much of a manly man, most of those guys are and, and stuff at this, at the same time, you're like, yeah, but you're, you're doing like kind of like a, a form of art because <clears throat> you're, you're putting your own little twist <clears throat> on it. You're making it your own, you're, you know, creating, you're, you're designing, you're, you know, all those things, like mm-hmm. even with construction. And it's, and it's difficult. And I, it's funny what I, I, when, when I lived downstairs and I was doing like a day by day thing and you guys came and hung up the, uh, the backdrops and stuff. Then I had the whiteboard and I like documented me doing it. Yeah. And just the response from women in my DMs with DMs when they could see like you can actually use a drill and put something up that's straight and stuff. They're like, Oh my God. I'm like, wow. It, this is, there's still is some, some attraction. It makes me like hang her TVs up and shit in her yeah. apartment. I'm not, I'm definitely not as handy as what Tony is, but like, I was like, I was so proud of myself. I'm like, I, I, I put Dude, a TV mount up and hung a TV or multiple TVs. You know, I'm like, that's cool. I, I did I'm that. really yeah. happy that you acknowledge that because for the longest time, Eric used to bust my balls because like years ago when I first got my Oldsmobile, I, uh, Tony did have some problems uh, in the yeah, uh, yeah. do-it-yourself uh, sector you know, of his I, life. Look, I, I, again, might not be experimental with food, but I will try the fuck out of anything that involves like uh, electricity, fire, gasoline. <laughs> I don't fuck around with electricity that much because I'm not trying to fucking. We you know we watch those safety videos. Eric and I we had to watch a mandatory safety video in construction. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, it was like faces of death. Safety safety video. It literally was no bullshit. They showed dead bodies, electricians and shit. And the funny thing is, like people like getting electrocuted shit. and they're like yeah. bodies the blow next, up and the shit. Next and they're just day, like the, yeah, it's on like the wire. And this we're is what like, they what did. The this is the accident scene. And then the next fucking scene is they take their clothes off so you can see all the where the electricity went through and shit. So I was like. We're in this fucking super quiet room, like, hey, so we need electricity to become naked. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, you fucking touch that line, get your clothes come off. But yeah, there's that shit fucking scares me. I don't fuck around with electricity and shit. And also, I don't want to fucking burn my house down, right? Um, that's not my my field of training. But um, when it comes Just to unplug like, it, yeah, dude, yeah, dude, it's that, that like rule number one. You hit the switch, like the the breaker and shit. But what if it doesn't? And I'm not trying to die on some. Well, yeah, listen. By the way, I I fucking did. You guys know that I flooded my the other place downstairs on accident. Oh, so really. yeah. So I want I had yeah, like try to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so put a bunch of towels down the toilet, kept flushing it a bunch of times. No, I wanted to, try there to was, prank yourself. There, <laughs> there was, there was one wall on, on, uh, with the bathroom that we used as storage. I could tell it was very, it wasn't as like sturdy of a wall. Um, and I wanted to hang my, my standing desk at like you drill it into the wall and then it folds down. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, I, I was gonna like ask for help, all this stuff, and I could, but I could hang pretty much everything except for what you guys had, had done. So I was like, "Fuck that! I got this! I got this!" And um, but I, I so I put two like two by fours to the wall to put into the studs first, so that it would actually hold because it's pretty heavy. I have I hung it up here. It's, it's, it worked, but I, <laughs> but I knew that it was a little fragile. But I didn't think that there's pipes on the other side. Yeah. Oh, so man. I thought I was going into a fucking stud, and it was like fucking stud finders. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter. We still read the same. Yeah. So, but it literally, I put the two by fours into it. They're all painted white. It looks looks good. I'm like, I just need like one more screw, and I was fucking like, and then all of a sudden it was like. You're like, take your well, gum out. You're like, well, <laughs> no, because you can't see it, right? It's through yeah. the wall. So then I pulled the, um, I pulled the nail out and I like unscrewed it. It was like, and it was like, 
I was like, oh fuck. It's sh-. And then all of a sudden I see on the floor, it starts oh coming. God. And, I, and I, it was like seven o'clock. I'm like, what do I do? I'm just freaking uh, out. And I called, I called that the manager the that lives feeling. here. And luckily her husband, who is the maintenance guy answered it. And I'm like, I, I need to come downstairs. What happened? What happened? I'm like, it's fucking Lincoln right now. And he's like, so he comes down and he's like, why the fuck did you do it? And, <laughs> and it's just water, but luckily it's cement floors and it's getting closer and closer to like my rugs and shit. Right. And I, I'm taking everything out and I'm like pushing everything out. Uh, and he goes and turns the water down, um, off downstairs. Yeah. And, um, and then I had the shop vac and I was getting all the water up and stuff. And I'm like, fuck, I knew I shouldn't have done this myself. He said, why did you ask me if you could put it in the wall? So then he had to cut a whole like piece out of the drywall and then fix the the pipe inside and then put it back. And then I was like, yeah, dude, I'm, I don't think I'm gonna put it up. He's like, why not? And I'm like, uh, you wanna help me? So then we actually still put it up <laughs> afterwards. And I was so like, oh, we, thanks, we had this drywall repair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have to worry about my mud. Patch. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. But that's a, like a surreal feeling where you're like, oh fuck, I literally can yeah. flood the whole place right now. I still feel that way. Even if I like doing something very simple, you know, just putting some, you know, nails on a wall or drills or whatever, <laughs> doing like a TV mount. I'm like, am I gonna drill into like some electrical wire that's back there? Cause those stud finders, they don't tell you what, they just say, Something's back there, and you're yeah. assuming yeah. that it's you know wood, and then uh, why don't they have like an X-ray thing yet, or some kind of weird fucking sonar mm. reader? Like I don't care how much it costs, but something to tell me what the fuck is back there, as opposed to know. just gauging it. Um, my botched DIY thing was um, why Eric always gives me shit because oh he's gonna do it. Oh, insurance company, make sure Mike right, get the yeah. fire extinguisher yeah. ready. So he's uh, gonna do some. When I first got the cutlass, I got some uh, carburetor repair done at, at uh, Norm's. I'll call them out because they fucking suck. Fuck you guys. Didn't you <laughs> go to them all the time? All the time. They fucked me on my taxes for an IRS audit, so you can fuck yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they Do not did, go uh, there. But they did um, pass the Lexus on the, uh, yeah, what's it called? Yeah, we all took our cars there. but They were, they were yeah. good for some shady shit. Like, yeah. hey, I need to pass this. Then like, yeah, put, you put the you gum in there. They're like, oh, we have a guy. I'm like, yeah. and, then, and they were like, we'll take it to you for them. And I'm like, wait a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, always. you're the guy. Always. Always. Don't worry, my guy will get this done. Yes. We'll take it somewhere. We'll take it to the guy. I know a guy knows how to do this thing. So I ended up. Got a carb job done with them. They basically retuned my carb. It was fucking misfiring, installing. I was like, a fr- it was a Friday. You know, I had like a, I don't know what the fuck was going on. I think I had a date or something like that. It was way before Robin. Mm-hmm. And um, it stalled like, you know, on that Sunset and Fairfax intersection. I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to drive right over there. And nothing about the worth and worse than driving a classic car when it stalls. So everyone's like, that's a cool car. Oh, it doesn't work. And then you're just this asshole pushing your car to traffic and shit. And Get a new car. Um, they're like, yeah, it's probably the fuel filter, which is really easily accessible in my car. It's right off the carburetor. It's just a fucking, just one nut, right? So I go to AutoZone, get the fuel filter. They have a loan, a tool service, but they're out of the line wrench. So they're like, you uh. an adjustable wrench. I'm like, all right, 17-year-old kid, I'll take your advice. So I, I crank on it. It's got way too much torque. starts bending the fuel line. I'm like, I don't want to fucking crack this fuel line. It's an even bigger problem. So I just abort mission, tighten it up drive down um, Highland up to Sunset. This is right when Chick-fil-A opened. Mm. Like, so Delicious. it's fucking a lot line of around the door. Yeah, yeah just yeah, a I hit a- Spectators I'm, for yeah. this one. And I'm like the second guy in line to take the left there on Sunset. And all of a sudden I hear this <laughs> big fucking orange flame shoots out of the hood of my car. I can see it on the reflection of this Ford F-150's tailgate. I'm like, oh my God, my car's on fire. I just washed it, so I'm trying to fucking, and two, it's a, it's a 67 year, you know. Yeah, he dry. So there's no, there is no <laughs> pop the trunk. I had to take the keys out of the ignition, open the trunk to get the towels to try to fucking mat the, the flame out. It's not working. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just this. I open the hood. My car just looks like a bonfire. My engine's oh just my fucking God. melting. I'm like, ah. and this guy walking down the street's like, you don't have a fire extinguisher? Like, if I had a fucking fire extinguisher, you're using it. Like, I'm like just panicking. This guy, this like <laughs> you awesome don't have a fire fucking, extinguisher. Yeah, this fucking uh, landscaping truck pulls up. This little Mexican guy gets out, takes that like you know the cooler they use at football games, PB mm-hmm. football games, and just pours this like you know McDonald's igloo cooler. Does nothing. Now I just have like really? water and ice all over my fucking carburetor. It's just Gatorade. still burning and shit. I'm like, hey, thanks, man. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, all over the off. engine. Yeah. yeah. So the next fucking you know cycle lights. This is like minutes going on. Mm. This guy, I have nothing to, to stop. So you have a new this. audience every yeah. like uh, you know three exactly. minutes. Exactly. Every just rotating people still talking shit in the line. People like, hey. that guy's and, having uh, a rough day. Okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um, the AAA truck <laughs> pulls up next. Yeah. I love the new Chick-fil-A. It's fantastic. Oh, look at that guy. He's on yeah, fire. This chicken smells weird. It smells like burning rubber. And uh, <laughs> guy's literally the fucking, uh, an actual AAA truck pulls up next to me. I'm like, hey, dude, like, I have AAA. Like, you know, can you put my car? He's like, oh, I'm going to a call on the, the 101. I'm like, is it for a fucking car that's on fire? He's like, no, it's a flat tire. I'm like, can you please <laughs> a flat use tire. your fire extinguisher to put my fucking car out? So he fucking does it. He puts my car out. And a second later, the L.A. like uh, fire department pulls up and... There's nothing more awkward, and I've had this a million times, so my car dies on me all the fucking time, than having someone tell you how cool your car is while it just was on fire. <laughs> cool fucking car. It's a lot cooler when it's not on a fucking fire, man. Like, yeah. we're pushing it to the side of the street, and I get a fucking towed back to Norms, and, uh... They didn't yeah. do shit about it again? Well, they're like, uh... If you don't have an extra 60 to 80 grand on top of the purchasing price of your old collector car, people, don't buy one. Yeah, just don't a money pit. It is. It, they uh, are fucking expensive. Yeah, does I, good I, will, I will say this much though, and it, this is this is the biggest limit of classic cars I've had. Because my '84 Cutlass was a was a turd. My '75 Cutlass that was a fucking that was a gem. I drove that to and from California numerous times, and it always started. Remember that fucking thing? Yeah. And a 350, 350 tranny thing was fucking awesome. It was a bulletproof motor. But this one is just super temperamental. And, too, when I first had that thing, like, Eric and his truck, like, we both got fucking cars. We were kind of, like, aspiring to work up towards it around the same time. So I used to drive like a bat out of hell. So I'd be fucking just flying down La Cienega, Dukes of Hazard over the fucking Pico. My car comes down. <laughs> you got air and I shit on one of the time. Like, you I drive the, so you drove your car, car like it was a fucking, like, race car. Yeah. And it's like a I was old building it to be a race cruiser. car. I did the fucking suspension, the brain. It is a cruiser. But it's like a, yeah. It was a muscle car. Definitely not sleeping it. Mu- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep with some ladies in it, though, you know? um, But, yeah, I fucking... I landed that thing so hard that not only did the fucking suspension spark, but it shifted into low because it's column shift. The visors came down. I hit my head, clinked my teeth. All I fucked that car up. I broke the, the water pump, actually. The bearings broken it and shit. I hit so hard. Do you have a fire extinguisher in it now? No. Didn't learn. <laughs> so he's got a thing. baby, though, in it. Uh, <laughs> well, he's so drive. It sits, sits in the fucking driveway right now, yeah. So, so would you say that people, if they have a car like that, they should have a fire extinguisher just in case? No, because have a second I car. Dumb shit. Just I, have a second car. I, I, I actually loosened the uh, the nut on the car filter X amount of times and then fucking closed it Y amount of times. Wasn't enough. It's very viscous fucking fuel. This and just algebra? Dripped, yeah. Dripped. Yeah. <laughs> and the circumference, you the triangulate the two. Yeah, basically, it was my own negligence. I, mm. I tinned the two man terribly that fucking shit. It was my fault. It was not my car. I can't blame that. And I can't blame it for a lot of things. So I had, I did kind of beat it like a, like a fucking race car. But um, at every turn, what I end up doing is I end up fucking like getting an idea of something I want to do. I'm like, I'm gonna have this 
be done to my car. But I'm at, like, at like a fucking like a lube shop. And it's like a mm. guy that just does oil changes and fucking tires and shit. I'm like, oh, yeah. Tony, what, do you, what do you think about building a speed car? And she's like, I think I'll take your Tony was like that. the yeah. best. He was like anybody that would talk to him about his car and that would offer their services. He was all about it. Yeah. He like, I'm like, you need to go to somebody that like specializes in old cars or classic cars because the places you're going to get stuff like this done, it's, it's a, like a specialist thing. It's like, you need a heart surgeon and you're going to like your, your, uh, primary care physician. Yeah. Like you do, do, heart, do you do heart surgery? Do you like, do I, you do I, I don't know. I, bypass? I was forced to, I guess I could, yeah. you know, like, and he's like, all right, I'll talk. Here's a check here. Yeah. Make, all right. Let like, me know when it's done. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you on that. Also, if you, if you like attention, get a old car, not saying that you're like an attention person, but man, you will get so much attention when you are in a car like his. Whether it's on fire or not. Or Whether it's on fire or not. Or a 92 Lexus. If I got or, hello. Yeah. <laughs> hello. That's how we became friends. I was like, who is this? <laughs> you're like, you don't live in it, but you, you probably, maybe, maybe you could be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get out of that side. I remember borrowing your car once to go to the grocery store or something, and everyone's like for, for a goof, waving and shit, and like oh my car, yeah, yeah. going driving his car, and, and I'm like Thumbs oh my up, god, dude. I'm like I'm like why yeah. is that? people are like taking pictures and shit? I'm like this is oh, the worst god, car ever. Yeah. I'm like like I would never I would never want to own a car that that Which is, is funny that much because sense. my granted my car it's it's like a very unique car, but it looks like a normal black truck yeah. just like like you can't you can't tell it's very uh unsuspecting very like kind of a, like a sleeper if you will but here's the thing i i appreciate my car for, for unassuming for that. that's what i meant to say. that's part of the appeal and i appreciate other people appreciating it and shit but i do look back at like the amount of like nights i'd be at shows and shit and then like you know drive home i'm, I'm a few three two three beers in right and uh you know, just it's already a fucking like you just a yeah. It's like a cop. Over. It's exactly. like a, a cop rate. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cop just magnet asking to get fucked with yeah. and shit. And I, and like you know, never thought about that. Now that I have the fucking the dad mobile instead of the Oldsmobile, no one looks at me at all. Mm. Like we fucking drunk driving at fucking noon on a fucking Monday, and no one's like, oh, they got the yeah <laughs> through the red Plus, lights. Robin, you know, won the car off the prices right. So you're like, the, now they got the dad mobile. I'm drunk driving. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Now that I do it with Ding. Anthony in the car, it's usually by myself. You know, no, I don't drink drive. Hang but, on, kid. Yeah. But I'm saying at the time when I was drinking more late hours, one o'clock in the morning, yeah, still ideal time, again, driving aggressively. Like, I, I'm surprised I didn't get pulled over more often than I did. I am too. <laughs> but no. what, what uh, your story with the Chick-fil-A reminded me of. So when you when we see something like that, when you see a car on fire, it's always like a fucking like, oh, shit. It's like, you know, it's maybe once a few years something like that yeah. i had this crazy experience in michigan where i am um, i was just back back in michigan for maybe a week or something like that i was coming off the freeway i exited off a ford road right where you know go to westland where i'm from and i i make a left and actually i went right first i grabbed wendy's because that's what i do, that's what we do. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that is your jam i forgot so, about that so then i'm so then i'm driving is there a wendy's, wendy's there guy. so like I get off the freeway, I go right, go to the Wendy's. Now I'm going back this way. So I'm going under the overpass. And as I'm pulling this way, I see this big ass truck cross the median and coming like 50 miles an hour. And it's one of those surreal things. You're like, that's not, oh my God. And uh -huh. then he fucking, so I'm driving and I'm slowing down and he fucking goes, now he's, now he's on the grass and he goes right into a fucking pole. No. Boom. And I'm like, 
holy shit. So I pull over and As I'm like, you and, I, yeah. and I jump out and like literally some like eating the ch- the spicy like, chicken sandwich. Boom. What happened, man? I I said, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I jump out and I run over and the guy is like right into a, a light pole and I'm, and I'm, I'm looking, he's like fucking bleeding. He's like bent over like this no. and the fucking OnStar is like, OnStar, do you want, do you need assistance? And I'm like, fuck, I'm like That's trying hilarious. to figure out what the hell I'm going to do. Cause I, this guy is unconscious. Yeah. So I, I go in and I'm like, undo, I'm about to undo his seatbelt. And all of a sudden this fucking angel of a woman shows up. She runs up. She's like, Hey, I'm a nurse. And I'm like, That's so thank oh, you. God. God. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So, um, she's like, uh, I know what to do. The OnStar person's like, do you guys know what to do? And I'm like, she does. <laughs> so we uh, we get, grab the guy, we pull him out. She's like, um, run uh, run into my car. There's like a, a plastic thing. This is something that everyone should have. So this guy's like vomiting um, and like he's unconscious. Jesus Christ. He had just suffered a heart attack, which then caused him to go unconscious. And now he's, wow. and that's when he went over the median. And then he fucking, he was already like out when he hit the thing. And then, so I run and grab this little plastic thing that it's a- uh, Goes over your mouth. Over your mouth. Yeah. yeah, which everybody should have. I'm like, fuck. I need one of these. Everyone needs one of these. So she grabs it. She starts doing CPR. Do you have one now, though? I don't even have a car. <laughs> but if I did, I get one, I get one. <laughs> fire extinguisher and that. But it was the it was the craziest experience. She she kept on getting him close where he'd be conscious. Then he'd fall back down, and then um, they eventually the ambulance showed up. But luckily she was she was there like at least getting him close. Um, they took him to the ambulance and they took him out. And did you ever found out what happened? I, my sister uh, heard from like her cop friends and stuff that he. They're like, oh. Uh, that she had asked about it they're like oh we don't think he made it but they weren't sure That's but the fact that the crazy. girl was a nurse she was like I was like, thank God you were here. She's like, well, thank God you pulled over because I saw you. And then that's the reason why I looked uh, over and saw the guy. And I was just like, holy. And then, so then I, after this whole thing takes place, we stay after, we like write down, like we, uh, with the policemen there, we're like, all right, this is our statement. This is what it was. And I go back in and I like grab this spicy chicken sandwich and I'm like, that's fucking. That's how you get a heart attack right there. Throw <laughs> yeah. that out the window. Yeah, throw it out. But um, but those were th- those are like those kind of things of seeing something on fire, or like Dude, a, a car accident. It's like those weird yeah. moments. You're I like, always, you're like I always wait because I like um, live on a, like a busy street, right? So I always hear like you know like the screeching of tires, mm-hmm. but I still have yet to hear like the, the screeching of tires and then like yeah. you know like that and like I'm like oh I'm. This is definitely going to cause. You hear that all the time. Whoever someone's driving is going to cause a car accident, and it never happens. I've not yet to hear. Thank God. Thank uh, God. Mm-hmm. It's funny you said that, that story though. I had a fucking similar story. I was coming back from doing a job down on like the border of Wisconsin, Illinois. Mm-hmm. I was a commercial painter and shit. And that day, I was a, uh, um, you know, like always wearing our fucking typical painter's white. So I had white shirt, white pants, and we had a hard hat on. So I had a fucking bandana, like Daniel Larusso and shit on, and. Um, traffic got thick. Everyone slams on the brakes, and behind me was like a locksmith fan, and he fucking locked up. And he was gonna rear end me. And I'm like, oh fuck, I'm bracing for impact. And all of a sudden, I see him veer off and go up this embankment, and the van just rolls down and lands oh, on its no. roof. And the guy is like probably like two fifty, three hundred pounds, buckled in, hanging upside down, and the van's leaking gas and shit. And I pull over because I'm not gonna just fucking go home. Like I hope that turns out all right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go about yeah. your business and shit. Oh, he's got these angels. So I, I end up fucking pulling over. And like, I'm like, I don't know what to fucking do. So I unclip his belt. He falls. I pull him out on the side of the road and shit. And just like you, a nurse rolls up. She's like, wow. do you got his ID? And I'm like, his wallet. And he was still a little more coherent and stuff. And I was like, hey, where's your wallet? And I was like, it's it's in the van 
hanging from the ignition. So I had to go back to this van that's leaking gas and shit and grab his fucking keys. Now I'm doubly ramped up on adrenaline shit. And she starts doing the diagnostics with him. So I'm like, yeah, fuck this. I'm getting the fuck out of here. So I just like <laughs> took off. No one didn't sign my name on any police report. I just fucking left. And I just think that there's like, it was some angel wearing all painter's white. <laughs> yeah, the story. The bandana angel that saved me from a fucking flipped over van. You guys are both heroes. So my situation was I had gotten into a car accident, not anything bad. Zero. It was like during during a snowstorm in Wisconsin while we were painters, I was going to another job site and there's a lot of ruts from snow when people are driving in their cars and stuff. And my car got up like on a median and I like knocked my wheel off the, the axle and <laughs> shit and like fucked it all up. So I'm getting what a What kind ride. of car was this? Uh, this was is a Beretta. Chevy Beretta W26. Uh, you're a Beretta guy? It was a dope ass car. Yeah. It was a... Five manual speed, five speed manual, yeah. uh, V6, 3.4 liter, I believe. Uh, maybe. I think so. Fact check me on that. Um, but yeah, it was a fun little fast car. But that was my like my work car. I only have one car. And um, like I do now. And no, uh, you so had the, you had the truck that I thought too. You had both. Just for, for like a couple months before we moved out here. And then I sold the other car. Was it for like during the winter? Yeah. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Um, so I'm driving, I'm getting a ride back from the, the AAA guy and the exact kind of opposite experience of what you guys are talking about. This guy was like eating an apple, talking like real nonchalant. And he's like getting calls like while we're driving and we're on the freeway. And there's like all the cars are like going off into the ditches. Like, you know, just oh, like, stuck. Like, yeah. Black yeah. ice and shit. Yeah. yeah, black ice. And it was a snowstorm yeah. and stuff. So there's a ton of snow and like cars are just like, you just see the ass ends of cars like up. Or like, they're facing the other way and you just see the fucking high beams. Yeah. And they're like so going through like the Like, yeah, it's like really kind of creepy. Yeah, it's eerie as fuck. And so I'm talking to this guy. I'm like, oh man, how's your day going? You know, shooting the shit with him a little bit. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, you're just number, you know, like 20 on my list. I got to go back and pick up a bunch more people. And like, we're driving by. And like, as he's like telling me this, like, like I said, very like, could give a fuck it's just like part of his day it's like yeah, you know noon or whatever he's just like yeah whatever there's like a car we pass a car and there's a lady fucking <laughs> with like over the fucking steering wheel like knocked out and the horn is going on he's like yeah i could probably go back and get her and shit like he was like just not didn't give a shit and i'm like zero oh. fucks yeah so we didn't stop we didn't fucking like see if she was okay we just were like it was just, he just, we just kept going. That's 21 over there. <laughs> yeah. It was just like the uh, exact opposite kind of thing oh, that shit. you guys experienced. No life saving, just kind of like mocking people that may or may not be alive and be like, well, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. yeah I guess we're, we'll get you on the way back, AAA lady. I was first. When <laughs> <laughs> shit. I, when I, when I saw the guy that, um, that, had the heart attack and hit the light pole. It was it was part of a six month period of my life where it I don't it was wild. I had I was also at the Burbank airport and then this woman we were waiting to get on the flight and we're chilling and all of a sudden I see this woman. She's sitting, you know, like uh, you have the, all the different terminals and like there's the one set of like uh, seats that fa facing like you know where everybody's the walkway where everybody's walking and she's just chilling there like this. We're waiting to board the plane and all of a sudden she fucking locks up. 
Mm-mm. And I like see it out of the corner of my eye, and then she starts tilted forward, and it was another like surreal moment. I'm like, what the fuck? Starts and then I in tongues. No, she had a stroke, and I fucking ah. and I jumped too late. I couldn't fucking catch her, so her fucking head hit the ground, and she starts fucking foaming at the mouth. And I'm like putting on her on her side. I'm like, it's automatic. It's automatic. Like th- th- I had that moment, and th- as my plane's boarding, and then everybody's rushing over. They're like, some woman put like cold uh, something cold on the back of her neck, and like we're you know she's like foaming at the mouth and all this stuff making sure she doesn't bite her tongue like i remember that she should be on her side and then like all of a sudden they're like mark rodriguez like boarding like final call and i'm like i just had to leave her eventually the medics showed up and they're like oh yeah she's gonna be okay but she was still out of it then i just went and boarded my plane and like sat down and i was like (laughs) yeah holy shit i feel like i would have been like i would have done like the step to the side as they're about to fall down and just like moved out of the way yeah okay well it was i was i was pissed at myself for not jumping you would have helped out eric you helped yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it was like it was a part of my life i that that one and then another time i was walking to starbucks and this fucking dude was like trying to push his pregnant wife back in or pregnant girlfriend back into a car she's like get away from me fucking like bit her and i'm like i was on the phone with the client i'm like hey and then this other like woman ran over started hitting the guy he's trying to push his girlfriend in the car all this stuff i'm like yeah, it was like a six month period of my time where all this crazy shit was happening that maybe would happen like maybe once a decade in your life. Want to become yeah. a superhero? Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck superhero is going on? Yeah, I started. So I started wait, wearing, wearing a mirror. I guess it's my job. Been wearing it's a cape ever since. You might have. You might. You might have became a cop if you went a different direction. You yeah, have a full mustache right now. <laughs> is it? Am I? No, you Almost. Oh. You wouldn't. Yeah. This is as full as I get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know, some say half full, some say half empty. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, those are those those moments in life that's like the, the real life moments. Yeah, everything else is kind of just in between. But yeah. I, otherwise, you're kind of like, oh shit, that's, like and that's a life of yeah, maybe like Doing a paramedic. That, being or a, a do-gooder, it can be like uh, really fucking satisfying, but also put you in hairy ass situations and shit. And again, too, another another time coming back from a job down on the border. Of Illinois, uh, Wisconsin. <laughs> like what border? Like you're trying well, to make border. <laughs> um, you know how Mexico but, borders Wisconsin. Yeah. Again, you know, all painters whites again. Fucking, I did a uh, it was a second shift job working for like a what would be like a Kaiser Permanente back in Wisconsin or uh, Illinois, and I was hanging wallpaper. So I had this fucking razor in my little little fifth pocket of my leg. Oh, and I can't I remember. Yeah, dude, and I was like literally getting off the freeway, dead of winter. Like one, two in the morning, it's late as fuck. And there's like one car with its hazards on right at the right at I come off the off ramp and I'm at a red light. And I look over and the guy, when I looked over at him, I think he thought I was like, hey, I'm here to help type thing. So I, I, he starts walking to the car next to him and I'm like, hey man, what's up? And he's like, I'm out of gas. I need to get some gas to the car. I'm like, yeah, right. you want a Reiki? Yeah. <laughs> so he's got a superhero or he's got you're a, a serial killer? <laughs> like, you know, just a white dude beanie on. And uh, fucking uh, gets in the car and shit. And there's a gas station. Literally, I can see it in my, you know, to the left. Puka so shell necklace. <laughs> yeah. We go over there. It's fucking, it's closed. I'm like, fuck. Now he's getting more car. I got the heat on in the car. I'm trying to warm this guy up. You know, feeling bad and shit. Takes his beanie off. Fucking so shaved ass head. Fucking uh, tattoos everywhere. I'm like, okay, fuck. <laughs> but meanwhile, I'm like, I got this razor on me. I'm okay. And then he's you like, don't work you know, at Hollister, do you? So, yeah. I, so I was like, hey, you know, there's like another gas station uh, over on you know Sunset and blah blah. blah. I was like, that one's closed. You know what? Let's just do this. My buddy lives down in this neighborhood over here. Um, I can get some gas from him. He can help me out. You can get on your way. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm fucking driving. I must have been like 21, 22, real fucking young kid. And uh, 
He's like, he starts doing that shit though, like in fucking of mice and men, or like you know, fuck old yeller. He's like, oh, wait, do you see this place? You're in a shit. It's fucking got a horseshoe drive. I'm like, why am I in a shit? You fucking pull a gun on a fucking. Was it any dick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why are you so comfortable with? Yeah, he was just like, he was like talking it up. I'm like, you're talking this up way more than I than you should. You should be like, wait, you know, when to get the house, I'll let you on your way. And so. We get to this house. It is a horseshoe driveway. We pull in. He knocks on the door. No one answers. And then he starts fucking picking around by the windows. I'm like, oh, great. Now we're doing a fucking breaking entry. I'm the getaway driver and shit. And I'm in the fucking driveway with my car still running. Your friend's house is yeah. in a bank? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really weird place to live. Are you sure this is all? I'll help you load this money. Um, this is a bank. You live in a bank of America? Yeah. Your friend lives there? If he Eric starts. ever went to jail, it would be because of that. <laughs> yeah, right. So he starts fucking around the front window. And then he goes around to the side. Now he's gone. Um, now the homeowner comes to the door. And he's fucking looking at me like, why the fuck is, who is at my door at 2 in the morning in the driveway? He doesn't recognize my truck. And then seconds later, the guy comes over. They do this long embrace, high five, handshake and shit. And they walk back. And the guy, like, you know, gives me 20 bucks for this whole fucking thing. And I was like, all right, I got to stop fucking picking up hitchhikers and shit. Because this is fucking like, this could have went way south. And I didn't even want to. It just kind of happened to be that situation where it happened. But yeah, and that's yeah. fucking like Oh, you're so lucky ago. that you didn't get domered. Because you are for like, sure. you're like, hey there, stranger, you need a oh, lift. Dude. You look uh, like disheveled and fucking suspect as fuck. Hop yeah. in. Like Tony's always picking up I, hitchhikers. Yeah. Like he, I was like, dude, I like to help people out in fucking circumstances. You can shit. help people out, but you can I also did, I like I open doors out. for people and I'm like a big you know, door get, opener. Yeah, I'm big door opener. I'll even wait if it's like more than ten steps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's how I look at you helping ever do people the out. Door open where Somebody like, drops their keys. I'm like, there you go. You know, like not, shit like that. Not like fucking hey, crazy person, you want to lift somewhere? I did something like some, I, like sometimes I can get in my own way and I'll try to do something nice like so that door if you pull it open you and you stand with the door against the wall that's one thing but when it opens the other way and I've like tried to bridge the gap and hold this way and then now I'm like making a bridge people have to like t duck under I'm like this is just fucking I don't know I don't know what the fuck how this I is, fucked this, this is up harder but than the gesture if they were, is like yeah. completely been removed now I'm just kind of like this guy's awkward as fuck you're welcome yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks, usually it's what thanks I'm guy thanks weird guy yeah, holding yeah. the the fucking closing okay. doors everyone's looking at my wife like oh, she she married an idiot okay. <laughs> Doing, Speaking doing of uh, people asking for help, so when we were painters, we painted uh, a few like old folks' homes, like uh, retirement homes. Mm -hmm. Oh my the god! Soiled linens room. <laughs> that is probably one of the saddest places. Like if you've never Don't been there, send your your grandparents. Your just parents let them there. die. Just let them yeah. die alone in their own ho house, or like take them out to a field yeah. and fucking like, leave them there. Or some shit. Yeah. It's better than a fucking old folks' home. Take we would be the, painting, the factory, make them into glue. and there'd be like the doors would be open. Uh, of like each of the rooms and you just hear moaning of help me oh, <laughs> like, and we're like dude painting. there was like a wing that we were on like, i don't know if it was it like was the, so the trauma like, wing or please something. sir just help me please yeah. i'm like oh, I, I just have, you to, have paint to tune this it out wall. you have to just fucking tune it out like i'm here to make this wall look pretty while you die over there and shit and then when they had the activity people too like it was just, just everything the whole everything I mean, was just moaning just and help me and depressed and like i'm dying there like yeah. fucking get me out and See, was like my family they oh my god like we would just be like, dude, like we got to paint this and get the fuck out because this is this is so bad. This is like, you just take a bun bunch of them home. You're like, Tony, I know this is awkward, <laughs> but listen, I have a plan. Tony's like, hey, I'm taking it's like a fixer upper. Gertrude's a fixer upper. <laughs> They're not like rescue people. Yeah. Like you can't just <laughs> oh anyone claim with her. Yeah. yeah, I could use a grandma. It's oh, new roommates. You guys, yeah. Can you guys pay rent? Yeah, yeah. That that shit was fucking really just fucking such a sad situation. We'll end on a sad note. Uh, speaking of old people and true crime, there's a, a documentary on uh, yeah, closing and bringing it all together um, on Netflix. There's a documentary called "The Worst Roommate." Do you see that? 
Yep. And the one with the, yeah. the woman who's, who she was playing that she I was did. like a senior citizen. She was only like 55 or something, but she yeah. had like a house up in San Francisco and she's collecting all these fucking people's backyard social security. People? Yeah. yeah. Eight <sighs> dead bodies in the backyard from that lady. So make sure you check where your family's at, you know? Yeah, yeah if it is a senior citizen, make sure. The saddest thing uh, is that. It's an elderly, make sure yeah, it's an elderly. not poisoning you and uh, killing you and putting you in the backyard. That fucking lady that she was, the the one that basically kind of cracked the case, the one that was her, the social worker, the guy that ended up going to that place, like that lady fucking, you could see it in her face. She felt like she took on the onus of that guy dying because she was like, oh, I can't wait to get this thing to love this place. And then fucking, sure enough, dude's fucking dead in the she, that Rose old guy. lady did have a good little scam going on though, because she like looked the part, like oh I'm just a little old lady. Mm-hmm. Like well, she almost got away too, the, right? Like she was like I'm just gonna go across the street and grab coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's like, right. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's you're an old. old. Lady. Like yeah. you can't run that fast. Like, well, that was the thing. Is like you know again, it's like it reminded me of uh, the Prestige with Christian Bale. Yeah. And you know like when they go check out, they scope out that that like an Asian magician and shit and he like he played the part he wasn't an old man but he fucking had the old man posture and shit like that so everyone's amazed that he could lift this this glass bowl and shit because it was in between you know mm-hmm. spoiler <laughs> alert great movie. I remember that part I gotta oh, watch it's great so again. like there's he basically like michael kane's trying to show him how good of a magician that guy is because he's not it's not a job it's a lifestyle right so if you're going to take on that role oh, right because right. you know christian bale has his twin brother and you know spoiling the fuck out of this movie okay. but they basically made one identity the entire movie that they both mm. kind of would jump in and out of that character. Hugh Jackman yeah. was playing Wolverine. Yeah, he was just out there fucking, re, you know, regenerating everything that injured. <laughs> he did, though. He was fucking making, you know, clones of himself. But um, that's what reminded me of that lady, though, because she basically did the same thing, too, where she's like, if I'm going to look like an old lady... You know, yeah, she hammed it up. Yeah, and but like, she was, like, like, literally only 55. That's, like, fucking shared yeah. my mother-in-law's age. Yeah, she's she's like, how, she how bored like do you have to be till you're, like... You know, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna create this whole operation where I'm gonna play them like I'm old and just. Yeah, just, I am bored. She was fucking, you know, grooming herself to that kind of thing, like where it's just. But she like would. She, it wasn't like that. Wasn't like the first thing she did. She had like a fucking track record yeah, of she like. A, she was like in of, and out of like jail and like had a bunch of like too, suspect right? murders and like yeah. all sorts of shit. But the so funny thing is, no one checks that shit because they gave like this the key to the city and stuff and like this. You know, it's really interesting. How much background checks and scrutiny you get, have for a regular ass job? But when you get these elected positions, they're like, eh, you yeah, seem but, a good enough. But guy. you have to look at the time too. That was like in the like the fifties or sixties. They're not just like at all. It was all was everything like, was on was paper recent. though. It was all paper. Fu- no, that was, she was like paper filed. Even in the eighties, she was true, like true. fucking horse shit. Fucking and documentation. Again, too, you have a lot of stuff that wasn't. You know, there's two different. Like, a lot of times you have like police departments that don't communicate with, with one another, so you can jump state and you know. Yeah, lose exactly. That, that, you know, change yourself. But yeah, they think yeah. the uh, stories of like like all those like kind of criminal stories, like they're not really going to, that that was in the past, like the future, like you're not going to be able to get away with nearly as much crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Like well, the fucking too CCTV too, dude. There's another uh, true crime show. Um, what's it called? Uh, the one dude, uh, Adnod. Do you watch that? Mm-mm. It was, there's a whole like, um, he just got released. Ser- yeah, yeah. Serial had, it's like a, a, a Oh, a, he, well, he got released. He got released yeah, like yeah. a couple weeks ago. Wow. Cause yeah. it didn't the first time. Yeah. It was like 20 years or 25 years. Or they were, so they were really holding out for the second season, huh? They're yeah. like, all right. Ratings are dropping. Let them go. <laughs> that was such an intriguing, like, um, murder case podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I was driving to Vegas for, um, one of my girls, like friends, uh, like what wedding or something like that. Yeah, My girlfriend, her, her like guy friend or something was, was getting married. So we went out there and we're listening to this podcast. And like, we were so intrigued of, of the podcast. So like in it, we got to the hotel and we ended up sitting in the car for another hour. Cause we wanted to just finish the podcast. We're like, Damn. let's just, 
we just it was really well done. Yeah, it was like we're just like, wow, this is so like crazy, like all this stuff. Like I've watched uh, or listened to a bunch of those now. I typically don't. Tony's like one of the Tony will watch all that shit, and I'm like, come home from work, and Jenny's watching like, and so there they were in the body cavity of the fucking. I'm like, what are you doing watching this shit alone, like in the dark? I'm like, unsolved mysteries though. I'm gonna go to bed and lock my room, my uh, door. The loop of that, like that Pluto TV has like a 24-7 loop of uns- all the old Robert Stack ones and shit, which is what scared the shit out of me as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I've like basically watched all of them again. And, you know, they'll have updates on certain ones and stuff. Yeah, and Unsolved Mysteries. Unsolved Mysteries is the shit. Because they, it's not just true crime. They have like, they have a lot of crazy ass stuff. They have like, you know, missing relatives and stuff. And that's like where you have like some deadbeat fucking mom. Well, true mom, crime. Mom here. True crime is but, like they 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 have the the story and they like they have like the the person and they tell you the end of it. Where unsolved mysteries, it's an unsolved mystery. So they're like, why not? And we know know where that I'll guy watch, is. I watch forensic files like, and I'm like, look. all right, I'm trained. I know what's going on. I can I picked who this and then I watch the unsolved mysteries. I'm like, that's the motherfucker that did it. And then legit, sometimes the updates like because there's just a fucking husband on there. It's like. Yeah, I don't know. She decided she was going to leave. Doesn't want to be a wife anymore. Didn't want to be a mom. You know, she's, she's fucking packed her shit and left. And I was like, update. That guy fucking killed her. And you're like, no shit. And, but like the crazy thing is he went on Unsolved Mysteries. Was like, was, you know, like he was that into the fucking character. He's like, nah, I'm going to fucking get away with this shit. Um, but one of them I had, and I just listened to a true crime podcast about it, but like it was these two kids that they found on a train track that were fucking dead. And what happened was this. They got the train, hit by a train. No, the train conductor. The train murderer. saw it, and then he tried whistling. They didn't fucking budge, and he ends up fucking, like, they don't stop in time, so he ran over them and showed that, and they, they go over the scene, and the, the uh, medical examiner was like, yeah, they had, like, you know, a bunch of THC. They'd smoked a bunch of, like, smoked 20 joints each and mm-hmm. fucking passed out, which is impossible to smoke. I don't care how much of a smoke you are. That's a lot of weed to smoke. So... The mom was like, that doesn't sound right. Like, I know he's, he, you know, experimented with pot, but he wasn't like Anything over much. 19 is like yeah. too much. <laughs> it's like, all right, what are you trying to prove here, buddy? Uh, he ended up dead on our train track. But um, so she starts, you know, questioning this. Turns out that it was a cover-up because the fucking cops were fucking, you know, trafficking drugs and shit. And the medical examiner was on the payroll, too. Knew it. And there's a whole bunch <laughs> of fucking other, like, cases that, like, and Unsolved Mysteries didn't fucking ever have the update on that. I had to find this out on this fucking podcast and shit. But the craziest thing about this, this is in the late 80s, early 90s when this is all kind of coming out. But there's eight other people that murdered in, in just keeping that fucking thing under wraps and shit like that. Because you always see a bunch of stuff in, in movies like, that sounds outlandish. Like that fucking Chris Pratt thing you're talking about. Like how, how crazy of a cover, cover up yeah. that might be. But literally that shit happens where this guy, you know, they're fucking like often people to get this shit. And they start getting these cops that were dirty. And then the medical examiner, the whole fucking state of Arkansas is like, we got to get this guy out of office. And fucking the current governor at the time was like, no, we're going to keep him. We're going to give him a 41% pay increase. And that governor was Bill Clinton. Mm. Fuck the Clintons. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Bombshell. It. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Breaking headlines. Yeah. That's intriguing, though, because that's one of those things where, again, like when you have, like, again, too, a lot of those shows, they have the same thing, just told differently or whatever. Same thing with Ancient Aliens and stuff. It's always like the same five yeah. people telling the same story and stuff. Yeah, different but perspective on it. When you get some kind of closure and you have, like, you find out, like, okay, well, they can't pin it on these people because they're no longer alive or whatever, but that's really what happened. And the family got a little bit of closure as they got a little bit. The lady died, in, like, last year. Still not really knowing the exact what happened to her fucking kid, but it was pretty much the fucking corrupt-ass politicians and cops fucking killed their kid to cover up a fucking... It always fight. is. 
Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, and that's how we like to end these podcasts, yeah. you guys. You know, a little bit of knowledge, you know. Well, nice high note of yeah. murder. Mm. So Clinton wasn't just on Epstein's plane. He was also fucking killing little kids. You know? <laughs> Cover up drug runs. Well, um, where, where can they find you? <laughs> so where can they find you? If they want to find you through a serial killer. Um, yeah. So it's been we'll a dark do podcast. Do a, do a little outro. Yeah, we did. A, yeah. I think this was a, like a the true crime podcast. We could call this yeah. maybe whenever yeah. we end up putting we these out. labeling these podcasts. Whenever yeah. Tony sends me the pictures so I can finish this fucking logo. Yeah, we got to put these out. Yeah, you know, these people just, need them. They need to hear these yeah. stories. All right. Uh, Eric, where can they find you? All right, thanks again. Uh, you can find me at adventuredumb.com. You can also go to Audio Underdog, check out some videos of music and stuff. Uh, make sure to buy some apparel. I happen to wear uh, Adventure Dumb apparel every podcast because I'm the only person on my sellers list, and <laughs> I don't like being the only one just buying stuff for family members on their birthdays. So help me out. Jesus. You can also um, find Eric in his uh, Viper truck in the back of it living. Yeah, maybe look out. If you see a guy living in his truck, probably me. It's a really fast uh, truck that people say, what the fuck did you do that thing? Yeah, so. uh, you can find me at Tony Klein Comedian on social media and uh, TonyKleinComedian.com for show dates and shit. And Mark, where can they find Ooh, you? Good question. Uh, you can find me, <laughs> Mark Rodriguez TV everywhere. Also, Mastermind Media. Uh, great stuff, guys. I like this. Yeah, yeah. we're doing something here. All right. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Cheers to the last uh, one. Eric and Tony show feature Mark. Hey.